0: Welcome back everybody. Um, This is President Karen Blackowitz and I would like to welcome everybody to the 2020 American Council of the Blind New York State Convention. Uh, We would like to thank uh, ACB Radio for everything they've done. I'd like to give a special thank you to our convention chair, Ann Schepetta, who has worked so hard in getting this convention pulled together. And without her, I don't know what any of us would do. She's an amazing secretary and a wonderful chair of this convention. This is 50 years of advocacy. This is a big year. As as we all know, the convention was originally supposed to be held in Buffalo, which was the original spot of the American Council of the Blind of New York's very first convention. 1970 was it was a very interesting year, and since everybody decided to disclose their age this morning, yeah, so I just wanted um, to get the background. I I was actually born in 1970. So as I was growing up, all these folks before me were working hard to build this organization into what it is. And from the bottom of my heart, Annie, as State President, I certainly thank all of those that came before me and those that will certainly come after me. With saying that, welcome, and I hope everybody enjoys the 50th celebration of the American Council of the Blind of New York. Annie, take it.
1: Thank you, Karen. Can everybody say unique New York three times fast and not mess it up?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome, everyone, to the 50th Um Anniversary of the American Council of the Blind of New York and our first virtual convention I'm really excited to be here today and Uh, the town hall was just great and I want to thank everybody uh, Who has any part in making this happen? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you So moving on we are going to um, thank some special people today Um our virtual sponsorships and exhibitors, uh uh, Spectrum, who is going to be on in a little while, um, to do a presentation with Peter Kay. We have ORCAM, I'm, I think the ORCAM uh, people were on just, just during the break and our pre-recorded message. Northeast Association of the Blind, I think I heard them too. Um, CAPV, Lighthouse Guild, Andewitt and Tangible Surface Research Limited, we heard from her. Behind Our Eyes. And Newsroom magazine, uh, and then we also heard from Carrie Laney before at the town hall with the New York state preferred um, preferred source program, so uh, with without uh, our sponsors, where would we be so um, and I also want to uh, before we go on and um, do our uh, do our pledge with Dr. Joe and our invocation and anthem with um, Father John. Uh, I want to say that uh, yesterday was a momentous day. For us, it was White Cane Safety Day. So I want to say a belated um, celebration day for that. Um, So I don't know if it's appropriate, but happy White Cane Safety Day, everybody. (laughs) Uh, And another point, uh, today is National Dictionary Day. Did you know that? That's right. Alexa told me that. And uh, just uh, another point I'd like to to bring about I'm not sure if of anybody else but people that are um, on our ACB uh, list um, we uh, we recently went into a lawsuit with um, with New York State to get their mass communications system online system made accessible to blind and visually impaired um, thanks to disability rights um, uh, disability rights New York um, so. Uh, that that's something we've been working on. And that's probably the newest news we have on the legislative front. Uh, so um, uh, our newest special interest group, which actually uh, got chartered last year, but people may not know is the Randall Shepard vendor um, group of New York. So the RSVNY, I wanted to give a special shout out to them since they are our newest affiliate and are, our. are, are our newest special interest group and uh, New York state is growing with our special interest groups. And that's a, that's a great thing. So, um, I think that's all I have right now and I'm going to move it on to, uh, to Dr. Joe Granderson and he's going to take over and, uh, uh, lead our pledge of allegiance.
3: I pledge allegiance to the flag. Of the United States, United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: Thank you, Dr. Joe. Uh, and so next up we have our um our National Anthem being sung by Father John Sheehan.
4: Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light, what so proud See?
1: Wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you, Father John. Um, and now we are going to uh, to have an interfaith invocation also by Father John Sheehan.
5: I cannot tell you what a blessing it is for me to be with you. I have just returned from three years in Jordan. And I did take practice walks around Amman with my long white cane just to keep in shape but it is such a blessing to be back in the United States and to be able to be with you in this new virtual world. So let us pray in thanksgiving for the many gifts God continues to give to us, the inspiration we can be to and for one another, and that we still can come together during these difficult days with this great convention. So let us pray. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of all creation, You have created all things and you have created them and us for a reason. Help us to find you in all the aspects of our lives, the joys and the triumphs, the sorrows and suffering in health, in illness, in youth and in old age, for we know you are there. And sometimes we need help to find you. We need to be reminded that you are always with us. Bless us this day and all the days of this convention. Keep our minds and our hearts open to hear one another as we speak and share our ideas and inspire those who are sharing with us online. We pray today in thanksgiving for all you have given us and especially for the blessing that ACB has been to so many. In thanksgiving for what we have received and in what we have been able to give back And in a special way today, we pause and remember those, our friends and colleagues who have returned to you during this past year. As we give thanks for the American Council of the Blind and its officers and its staff and all its work, we thank you that we live in a country where we are free to pursue our dreams, our goals, where we are free to have an influence, where when we are working together, we can change things. In this election time of conflict and uncertainty, we are reminded of the great freedoms that underline our system. And in a special way, we remember the men and women who today stand guard around the world, protecting those freedoms, watch over them, and bring them safely home. And so dear God, today we thank you for all you have given to us. And we ask you to continue to bless us Bless the American Council of the Blind, especially bless the council here in New York, and bless our country, the United States of America, and together let us say, amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Father John. Okay, that concludes our um, our ceremony for the time being. Uh, So uh, I'm just going to uh, do a little more housekeeping. So reminder that the business meeting is starting a little bit earlier today at Um, 2.15. I believe at 1.30, we have Peter Kay from Spectrum coming on. And we have some interludes until then. Um, After the business meeting, we're going to uh, look forward to to having uh, Stanley Holbrook join us at 5 p.m. for the... uh, for the diversity, um, the, sorry, <laughs> the diversity session and presentation and workshop. Uh, and uh, uh, so I look forward to speaking with you all um, in a little bit uh, more um, with Spectrum. And please keep listening because we have some other great things that we have ready to uh, queue up for you. And uh, so we will speak to you soon, okay.
6: This is Jason Castingway with ACB Radio, and uh, apparently there's an interlude right here that I didn't realize, so <laughs> I'm going to pick it up with some more music and messages from vendors, because as Anne said, where would we be without our supporting vendors?
1: Jason, if you'd like, I can read some poetry until you're ready.
6: Hey, poetry's <laughs> wonderful. I got to hear some of that during the earlier break too, and and uh, I was the one who helped you out with uh, muting some of the background. <laughs> oh, that I was you. <laughs> okay.
7: I'd
1: like to um, hear some poetry. That'd be nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's see what I can do. I'll have to redo something I already did, but that's okay.
6: Um, that's okay. It wasn't streamed at the time, so nobody nobody heard it on the stream.
8: The wonders of running early. Right. That's right. Okay, hold on.
1: All right, I'll do this one first. Okay. Okay. This one is called Dog 2. It's about Paley. He's not in my office. He's probably upset. (laughs) Okay. He's a sweet yellow fellow. Toasted darker on ears and tail tip. Gives a nibble and a lick. Golden eyes, better than cash. He comes with a snow nose and a personality to match. He's tall and silly, works wags and licks. So far, no one's gotten ticked when he sneaks a kiss. Guiding me around, alert, looking for sights and scents on the bus and on the street. Freedom with four feet. The end.
6: Sweet. <laughs> I like the toasted on on uh, ear tips and tail. It too. <laughs> yeah, you like that. Very descriptive.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Do we have time for another one?
6: Sure. Um, why not? Okay.
1: okay. Putting me on a spot here. Let's see. Uh, okay. What was our?
6: Oh, we don't want to do that. Yeah, it's kind of fun La-la-la. at the same okay. time. Hang on.
1: <laughs> Okay, this, this one I, um, I said before, but uh, I'll do it again. It's called a Flaming Sword. I am at a conference. Find another person you don't know. Draw a picture of your favorite animal and write down three things about it. The room quiets. The video plays. The chasm of blindness opens. I hurtled towards the fire. Just one helpful person in that room at that time would have made a difference, smothered the embers. The next day at the conference, my hand raises unnoticed. Humiliation slaps it down, ignites the banked coals. I'm not with people, I'm with beings who feed the fire. Later the same day, laughter at a cartoon feeds the pyre the burn weighs down my hand and i don't ask for a description instead i imagine being a crusading knight accusing them all shaming them all passing judgment i am rage contained waiting to unleash my wraith against the ignorance the fuel stoking the furnace burn 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 I wished for a sword of flame, a suit of armor, a crusader's righteousness. I would not have stood hand raised, asking for help if it wasn't needed. I meant nothing. No one noticed until I disappeared. The flames hide the pain. The end.
6: Wow. Very moving.
1: Thank you. Um, that's going to be in a future issue of Breath and Shadow, um, which is an online disability journal. Um, so uh, I think it's going to be out in next month for the winter issue. Oh, great. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, I really like to like perform that like on stage and ha- actually have a sword in my hand. <laughs>
9: <laughs> yeah, no, that one sword. sounds angry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like ah <laughs>
6: That was
9: very good though. That Thank
7: just... you.
1: Uh,
6: so uh how much more time do we have, do we think? I, I wanna make It sure is that... it is time if Peter is
1: ready. Okay.
6: Oh great, okay.
1: Cool. All right. That worked.
6: Thank All you, Andrew. Right. Hey.
1: He okay. Hi Peter.
5: Rick, if Hello. you could make Lynn a co host, please. Go ahead.
10: Am I ready to go?
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, welcome back, everybody. It's Annie Cipetta, uh again. And uh, so we're going to be hearing from Peter Kay um, from Spectrum. And uh, also we'll be able to take questions once he's done with his presentation. Peter, um, feel free to introduce yourself and uh, and and just go for it and uh, thank you so much for being here today and for, um, for Spectrum's generous sponsorship.
10: Wonderful, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited um, to be joining you all for this year's convention. Um, I believe it's our first, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I haven't seen in our history books that we've um, had this kind of participation in the ACB New York Conference. And I'm really excited um, to be here with everyone. So most of you probably know by now that Spectrum has a pretty sizable market in, um, in the New York area. And so um, obviously, for that reason, um, we, uh, we drew our attention to New York. And over the last couple of years, we really developed some great friendships with some of the uh, ACB Uh, chapters and members out there, uh, especially the New York uh, City chapter. So um, shout out to Terrence out there, Terrence Page. Um, uh, I want to start off just by introducing myself and our team a little bit. Uh, My name is Peter Kay, as many people call me, or Peter Kuchirawe, if you can muster it. Um, And I am with the Spectrum Accessibility Team. Now, the accessibility team, uh, our job within the company, we really, we sit within the product organization and our job is to focus on our products and make sure that they are accessible to customers with disabilities. Now that, in the in the last couple of years, we've really started um, expanding our focus to also include Uh, services and uh, the way that the way that we service our customers because one of the things that we heard a lot was um, that well I'd like for the customer service to be improved or the field agent that comes out to my home and so we've really uh, dug our our feet into those spaces as well and we've been working with those teams to improve those experiences for customers with disabilities as well. Our team uh, is mostly comprised of developers. about 44% of our team are people with disabilities, uh, blindness and visual impairments being heavily represented in that uh, percentage. So uh, we knew that within cable, the cable industry, um, blind people tend to be the first um, in the disability groups that are affected um, by the way that you know if the services are broken or aren't working well. Um, now, obviously, so much of them are visual, so. We want to improve that. We want to improve your online experience uh, when you're paying your bill and certainly when uh, you're utilizing services like, um, like the Spectrum Guide. So with that being said, I want to jump straight in and talk a little bit about um, what you can expect from Spectrum today. So one of the things that um, is we can't, can't not talk about, which is our, our uh, signature flagship product, And that's um, the standard set top box based service spectrum guide with guide narration. Now, if your box, if you have a box at home and it's, and you'd like for it to talk to you, um, then you absolutely are entitled to that. So I want to say that straight off the bat. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about with guide narration, um, I really want to encourage everyone to, um, to call in and make sure that you've got the right box or get the right box. And we'll talk about that in a second. So spectrum guide with guide narration. This, this is, this is your standard set top box based service um, that allows you to navigate the user interface, meaning you can go up and down and left and right through your guide and through your favorites completely accessibly with speech output. Um, And, this is, this is available to you with our latest uh, iterations of the spectrum box. And um, again, like I mentioned earlier, uh, you wanna call in and uh, double check to make sure you've got the right box. I'm gonna give you the phone number twice today. I'm gonna give it to you now and again, toward the end, uh, just in case you didn't have a, a way to take that down. So um, the phone number to call in, and this is our um, specialized accessibility team They've been trained around accessibility. Um, and so they're the ones to call with, with regard to accessibility questions. And That number is one 762 1301 Now, there's a couple of hints that I want to give everyone. When you're calling in to that particular number, make sure that you mention that you are blind or visually impaired. Uh, we currently... Uh, 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 Instituted a um, a flagging service that will allow the agents to flag your account uh, as person who's blind or visually impaired, so that the system can remember that and you can be served as um, according to your needs. And we all know that those needs can change sometimes, and it's it can be really frustrating when you're dealing with a customer service person, and um, and they're just unaware of how to how to properly address your account or help you with your service. And so um, we put that in to make sure that it's easier, that it works well for you. Uh, When you mention that you're blind or visually impaired, your account will be flagged. And so uh, from that point on, um, you are going to be, um, your needs are going to be more customizable uh, moving forward. And we're really improving that as we move forward. So you can expect more there. but. the great thing there is you can you can mention that. And um, one of the things that comes with it is any uh, truck roll to your home is entirely free. Uh, so you shouldn't be charged for having your box replaced to get a newer box, um, to, to be able to turn on guide narration. Those kinds of trips to your home are going to be entirely free. Tell them that you, that, that you want to find out if your box Is guide narration capable? Uh, They'll check the system. If it's not, they'll send a truck to your home, have them replace it, and they'll turn on guide narration for you in your home. Now, I want to also, while we are working with our field agents on training, in order for you to have a great experience, um, I want to encourage you to also, when you call in, ask for a tier three level or supervisor level uh, field agent if you are. Needing a truck uh, to come out to your home, that's going to really ensure that you're getting a person that's really familiar with accessibility training, disability etiquette, and accessibility products and features. Um, that's going to help you out a lot um, as we um, really uh, roll out some some comprehensive training for Field Techs. Okay, so now that that's been said, um, you know we've been talking for for a few years now about. Um, the Spectrum Mobile uh, offering that we have. So, uh, cable has traditionally come with three services and you get cable, you get home phone and you get internet service. Um, but as of uh, 2018, we rolled out a fourth addition to that and that's mobile phone service. Uh, so, Spectrum Mobile allows customers, people who are already Spectrum customers to take advantage of uh, this mobile service, and the pricing is just phenomenal. Um, I worked on the accessibility of this particular product when I uh, joined Charter. Uh, couldn't be more proud of it, and um, and it's really, uh, you know, it says something when I can get behind the pricing of it, too. Um, the phone service and the text messaging, all of that, is not something that you're going to be paying for. All you have to pay for is a Spectrum mobile customer is the data plan and you can get it by the gig um, or you can get it for a lump sum for unlimited um, and those are really reasonable prices and seriously, I've slashed my bill um, to a fourth of what it was uh, before. So I want to encourage that uh, but I want to tell you that when you get Spectrum Mobile, um, you can also download the Spectrum uh, account mobile account management app and you can manage your account on that app entirely accessibly. Whether you have an Android or an iPhone, um, that service is entirely um, accessible or that product, that application is entirely accessible. We've really focused on making sure that from the start, this is something, this was our first, what we called born accessible product. Uh, Born accessible meaning that from from the product's launch, um, accessibility was baked into the design. And it was beautiful. It hit the aesthetics that our developers wanted, but it also hit all those accessibility markers and not only checked those boxes, but really made the experience great. Uh, for instance, if you're going through your call log, you can uh, rotate your fingers on your, your screen uh, for those of you who use an iPhone and go to that headings navigation and navigate by headings. So the granularity of the way that you navigate through the application is just incredible. Uh, really love it. Uh, And encourage you to check that out. Um, I want to jump ahead a little bit and tell you about um, what we're doing this year and these are some exciting uh, bits of news. Um, Some of you probably, uh, especially if you tuned into the uh, National Convention, uh, you heard us talking about Spectrum Access. Um, If you haven't, I'll tell you now. So Spectrum Access is a new product and it is specifically geared uh, for people who are blind or visually impaired, also includes closed captioning. So um, those folks who uh, enjoy closed captioning or depend on closed captioning can also utilize the application for added content. So, But for those of you who are just interested in audio description, the app provides audio description on the go. It's a growing library of content um, that we released earlier this year. It was supposed to be released around this time, but when the COVID uh, scenario knocked on everybody's door, we really huddled together um, here in Denver uh, in the development offices and we said, how can we uh, re- really do something for, for our, our disability communities and, um, uh, and show them that we're here for them? Um, this was one of the ways that we had the power to to really make some moves. And so we um, expedited the delivery of the app and we launched it in April. And um, what you'll find with the application is a lineup of movies and now a growing uh, 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 selection of shows, especially Spectrum Originals is where we've started. So uh, all of the Spectrum Originals are now loaded into the application as well. So if you're wanting to watch LA's Finest, for instance, um, you can pull it up on your TV and pull it up on the app and combine the audio description. So here's how it works. You launch the movie or show uh, that you're interested in watching on your TV. And uh, once you've downloaded it on the app as well, so you can either search for it with the search bar um, or you can find it in the, um, in the categories list. Once you've found it in the application, just hit download uh, audio description track and a sync button will pop up on your screen. Go ahead and play the movie or show on your TV, hit that sync button, point that microphone uh, of your phone uh, toward the the speakers uh, so that it can capture the sound a little better and um, it will identify where you are in the movie or show, sync the audio description track to that point and off you go. You can pop an earbud in your ear, uh, or you can have it playing out loud if others in your home are wanting to enjoy the content as well. I know that there is a booming uh, interest within the sighted community in audio description. Um, And I love this because with closed captioning, about 80% of people who are uh, using closed captioning are not even hearing impaired. And so I'd like to see that kind of growth with audio description as well. And we're starting to see it. People who are cooking and wanting to continue to binge their their content are turning on audio description and and enjoying it that way so they don't have to keep their eyes on the screen. Um, People who are driving, road trips, parents, Uber drivers, you name it, all kinds of people are starting to discover audio description. So promote that in your circles get folks to download the Spectrum Access app. Here's the best part of it all. The app is entirely free. Now, if that's not good enough, you don't even have to be a Spectrum customer to enjoy the application. There, It is a zero authentication service. You don't have to type in any credentials. Once you've downloaded the app, the app is ready for use. Uh, so if you're within the United States, we're working on, on Canada and, and, and other places, now, but if you're within the United States, you can download the app and you're ready ready to go. You don't have to be a Spectrum customer and you don't even have to uh, use it just with the Spectrum TV platform. Uh, you can use it with any platform um, so long as the movie or show is loaded into the application. So I can't say enough great things about it. I encourage you to download the app. And if you have questions about the app, specifically, or have comments, feedback, we have a special inbox that you can email and it's really simple. It's charter.com. Uh, I'm gonna move on to uh, the newest product that we are offering. Uh, this was our fourth born accessible product. Um, of course, we had you know, Spectrum Mobile and we had um, the Apple TV app uh, that I know a lot of you are enjoying. Spectrum News, One of the things that we've learned is that news has become a really close companion for everybody during this COVID era. Uh, People relying on their news apps. Uh, I know the AFB uh, put out a a research around COVID, um, very long, um, I think it was 82 pages of research that I read through, but one of those sections talked about how important news has become for people who are blind or visually impaired to understand you know, what's going on in their world, uh, stay connected, um, and make sure that that they're informed uh, about the latest in their uh, local community. Well, Spectrum News does just that. Spectrum News gives you your local content, your local uh, news on your phone. Uh, The app is accessible. I think it's just great. We've really gotten so much good feedback about the design of the application in terms of accessibility. I'm really proud of it. Uh but the thing that you'll find there is local news from your area. And let's say uh, you know, let's say you're one of those people that has a vacation home down in Florida, but you live in New York, um, or your parents live down in Florida, um, and you live in New York and you want to check in on them. You can check in on the local news down there in Florida or North Carolina or Kentucky, wherever it is, um, and also in you in your hometown in New York. Um, Right there on your phone, you can check for weather, um, even weather on an hourly uh, basis. And I got to be honest with you, I really like the way that weather set up even better than the the native weather app on my phone. uh, In terms of accessibility and um, and you can even get uh, closure alerts and things like that. So uh, when those snows start to come in and 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 cover the grounds out there in New York, you can get um, closure alerts and weather alerts and such. So I also encourage you to download the Spectrum News app. It's super easy. Um, if you are not a Spectrum customer, um, obviously the app is free. If you are a Spectrum customer, you just download it into your credentials and you're ready to go. If you're not a Spectrum customer, you can download the app and use it for 30 days for free, just so you have an idea of uh, what the app offers. Um, I, again, I want to go go back and, and give some um, contact information, just so you have a way to reach our team. The first number um, that's most important for me to give you is that uh, customer service number again that you can call, uh, especially if you're calling about accessibility. That's one 762 1301 Now, if you're wanting to uh, give us feedback on Spectrum Access uh, or ask any questions, Again, that's spectrumaccess at charter.com. And if you're really not having any breakthroughs and you wanna reach our uh, accessibility development team, uh, you can reach us at accessibility at charter.com. We are so proud of of what we've been uh, able to accomplish in the last several years with our team. Uh, We've recently um, hired a new uh, vice president of accessibility uh, really excited about that he's about three uh, months in now um, and his name is Steve Raymond uh, Steve Raymond comes to us with a, about twenty five years of experience in the cable industry uh, working for for uh, a number of, uh, of cable uh, providers and um, uh, and most interestingly i I am just impressed with his background in with adaptive sports. Um, he launched a, um, a uh, adaptive spirit, uh, which is a funding source really for Paralympics. Um, and that's, I think that launched in 95 at 1995. So they've been going for about 25 years strong now. And I think they're the, the number one uh, fundraising uh, institution for the Paralympics, um, specifically for uh, skiing, snowboarding and cross country. So, Um, really interesting connections and really incredible Paralympians that uh, that um, he's got to know but also gotten to know a lot of people in the accessibility industry so we're we're happy to have Steve join us Um, help us welcome him um, to the team I think we're going to achieve some really incredible new heights uh, with his leadership as well Uh, so really excited about that and also uh, early this year we launched a um, within the accessibility team, a focus on innovation. Uh, John Sweet, who some of you uh, may or may not be familiar with if you've come around our uh, Spectrum booth um, in the years past, um, has uh, uh, been leading that innovation effort. And um, the first product that's come out of that has been Spectrum Access. And uh, we're really excited about some of the new stuff that we're looking at. So uh, stay tuned in with Spectrum. future conventions or write us ask us questions. Um, And uh, we're excited. We're going to be excited to share more of uh, what's to come. Obviously, I can't share a lot of that right now. But I'm just itching to to talk about some of the areas that we're looking at. In any event, um, super thrilled that you all have been great partners for us um, in in the past couple years. And I'm excited about this relationship. So I'll end it here and take some questions.
1: Okay, anybody has questions for Peter can raise your hand. Uh, again, it's uh, Alt-Y.
11: Okay, or, if you... Oh, I'm sorry, Annie. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, if you, if you want to raise your hand, uh, it on the computer, it is Alt-Y. And if you are on the iPhone, you will see there is a raised hand button. It's, I think it's near the bottom for webinar. Uh, if you are on a landline, it is star nine. And if you are on a Mac, I believe it's still option Y. So we have some people with raised hands. Raheel. You may
7: unmute.
12: Currently unmuted.
13: Lower.
7: Hi, Peter. It's Raheel. How are you doing today?
13: Doing well, thank you.
7: Um, now since I'm a in- internet customer, um, is there actually like Spectrum News in Albany, New York? Because it used to be like YNN or Capital News Nine, and I used to listen to Jody Kenny, and and all that, and and Danny, and who's the cooking? Guy on there, and is there where I could still get that? Um, can you help me understand your question a
10: little bit better? Um, are you are you meaning on your on your kid ch- channel lineup?
7: Um, I used to have a radio, but but I don't have a radio. I wonder if there's a Amazon skill that uh, the speaker skill that I could try for that.
10: Well, I, I you know I'm not. I'm not well-versed in, in other companies' products like Amazon Skills, but if if there's a particular channel uh, that you're looking for, um, you can... Is there an app on
7: it? that I could try to listen to the Spectrum News in Albany, New York? Or,
10: Yeah, you, you can download the Spectrum News app.
7: Okay. So it's okay.
10: exactly what I was talking about. So go ahead and, and download that Spectrum News app uh, on your iPhone or Android okay. and um, type in your credentials and uh, see, if, see if you get what you're looking for there. I suspect you will. It'll give you all the local news it's, for Albany. What
7: is the other uh, app that you mentioned about audio description movies? Because I don't have a cable or a box or any of those things.
10: No worries, you don't have to. Just download Spectrum Access on your phone. Um, Right now it's available on iPhones. Android's coming uh, hopefully by the end of this year. And do Um, I have a
7: a Spectrum customer for that?
10: You do not, not Not for Spectrum Access.
7: Okay, thank you. Mm
14: -hmm.
11: Okay, uh, the next question we have is from Roseanne. You may unmute. Hi, Peter, can you hear me? Yes.
15: Hi, Roseanne. Hi, how you doing? Um, Doing I have a, I have a, first of all, I want to thank you for being here. I, I am really um, impressed with the work that you guys have done in terms of accessibility. And I think it's wonderful and certainly well needed. Um, I live in New York downstate. I, and as far as I know, Spectrum has not been available in this area. Um two questions. A, will it become available and B, when it does, will there be like a special offer of some kind for us to switch from whatever we're, we're, we're using now to Spectrum, which would I think would be awesome actually. And what is the internet speed presently on Spectrum?
10: Um, so really, you know, I, 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 if you don't have spectrum service where you live currently, um, I don't have a way of knowing whether or not uh, that's, that area is going to be expanded to include spectrum. Um, mm. I know that there's some uh, efforts being done to expand um, spectrum services and internet speeds um, to more rural areas, um, especially right now during COVID, there's just a real desperate need to, to get um, internet services and faster internet services to those areas. So it really depends on where you live, um, uh, what kind of speed you get. Um, And obviously, like I said, there's there's an effort to increase the speed uh, for some of the more rural areas right now, which um, I think, especially for work from home and and education from home purposes, it's just been desperately needed. But I really don't have a way of knowing whether or not um, your area is going to have Spectrum. The thing to remember is that the reason why we have these separated markets is for, for the monopoly, anti-monopoly purposes. And so, you know, Charter is going to have, or Charter Spectrum is going to have their own, and Comcast Xfinity um, is going to have their own areas. And we don't overlap spaces. So, if there's currently, you know, a company like Comcast in that space. Um, you're not going to see. You're not going to see Spectrum um, in that area uh, for sure. Mm. And so. That's sort of that's sort of the designated map drawings that they, um, I think, regulate over at the um, FCC, probably. But uh, in any event, I really don't have a way of knowing exactly where the expansion are going to happen.
15: I just wish other companies would embark on the work that you guys have done, and it would be so awesome to be able to have the type of accessibility that you guys have created. You've done a wonderful job, and thank you for that.
10: Thank you, Rosa, and I really appreciate it. And I agree with you. I think, you know, the great thing about accessibility is that accessibility in itself is not a um, proprietary um, uh, thing. And so there's a lot of effort to share information with other companies. I know, you know, we've worked with Comcast and Cox um, to really uh, work together to make sure that, you know, we're all sharing information and, and providing customers with exactly what they, what they, need and so that's the great thing that you know across the industry we're really working to share some of that information but i really appreciate
11: the feedback thank you thank you so much all right thank you and kathy casey you may unmute um
14: joining us today uh right now i have spectrum and i'm looking at the audio description. We have good audio description on the CBS affiliate, on the Fox affiliate, but we don't seem to have the audio description feed time. or spectrum doesn't seem to want to feed it through our NBC affiliate. And I wondered who I need to contact. Do I need to contact the local office here uh, to find
10: out about doing that? That's a great question, Kathy, thank you. So the first thing that I wanna say, it's really important is that um, Spectrum, like any other uh, cable provider, uh, we can only pass through the audio description that the networks uh, give to us. And so uh, we're sort of in this middleman position and. It's exactly why we launched the Spectrum Access app to sort of circumvent that um, industry gap. But um, if the network provides us with the audio description content, then we pass it through the customer. Um, If they don't, then that's not something that we can Now, if they provided us with the audio description content and you're not getting it, uh, it's really important for you to, to reach out to us and let us know. And so there's two ways you can, you can do that um, for, for any audio description that you think should be there and isn't. Uh, you can call that 844-762-1301 number and talk to the agent there. Um, if you don't get through on your uh, request on that particular number, then I encourage you to write us at accessibility at charter.com. And uh, we'll, we'll triangulate a call with the right person uh, or email with the right internal person to help you get that issue resolved. Um, obviously, you know, things happen sometimes and there's a glitch in the system. And, and uh, uh, when there has been, we've quickly resolved that in the past. So just write us and let us know, accessibility at charter.com, we'll help you figure it out.
14: Thank you very much. Uh thank you, Kathy.
11: Uh, Jean Mann, you may unmute. Hi, can you hear me?
16: Yep, we got you. Okay. Hi, Peter. Um, first of all, I have to compliment your um, accessibility people. I had an issue with a modem that wasn't working a few weeks ago, and I couldn't get anybody out here. And when I called them, they had somebody here like really, really quick. They worked on the phone with me, and, and they got it taken care of right away. But um, the other thing I want to ask is if I get this box to turn on the guided narration, is there something else I have to do to get audio description or is that part of it?
10: Um, so you can do you can do one of two things. Um, uh, if you've got if you've got the spectrum box with guide narration, um, uh, there's a shortcut key that you can use to turn guide narration and audio description on and off. so, The shortcut key to turn guide narration on for everybody is um, hit that accessibility button, which is that rectangular button, um, sort of up above the one key, and then hit the number three key. So hit that rectangular button and then the number three key that'll turn guide narration on and off. And you can do the same thing with that rectangular button and the number two key, and that'll turn your audio description on and off as well. Uh, Give that a try and see if that'll turn your audio description on. You should be good to go from there.
16: I don't know if I have the right box, so I have to find that out first. Thanks. Yeah, call that number and
10: and they'll be able to research that for you. Okay,
11: thank you. Mm -hmm. You bet. Okay, uh, well, I say this, we do not have any more questions at this point.
10: Great. Sounds like we're uh, very efficient, which I
1: like. <laughs> Peter, this no. is Annie. Um, I do actually have a not good enough if it's a question or a comment. Um, uh, here in Westchester we have we have traditional cable and we also have um, fiber optics and for some reason we can choose between fiber optics or traditional uh, <clears throat> coaxial cable. Um, it, I'm confused about that because usually, you know, you were saying that, you know, it's pro- provider-based um, uh, sections sectioned out and you don't overstep each other. Could you kind of uh, explain why that might happen here? Or is it just because Westchester allows it or is there a difference between fiber optics and um, coaxial cable, you know, cable, traditional cable? um I don't know if you can answer the question, but that was going through my head when you were talking about that.
3: Yeah, I'm probably not the
10: expert to address that in detail okay. um, since I'm only on the accessibility team. And um, But uh, the one thing that, that you'll notice is that in some areas, you, you'll you see an upgrade um, uh, from one system to another. And, you know, a lot of that sort of depends on, on where you are and whether or not, you know, I, I know that's, for a lot of folks they're probably familiar with uh time warner cable or bright house networks uh, depending on where you where you lived in the last several years and so when we when when charter bought uh time warner cable and bright house networks um, and we merged in 2016 um, what folks were seeing was an uh, upgrade um, in their area to support the the spectrum guide with guide narration and so you might have access to fiber optic and coax cables, and and I know that gets a little bit confusing, but um, you know I, I want to be careful not to say the wrong thing about the, the the two different services since that's sort of out of my wheelhouse. Sure. Uh, but that might be why you're why you're why you're seeing both.
1: Okay. I, I just have one last question for you. I mean, I know you said you couldn't really share much about the future, but I mean, if you could share a little bit, something about how you see accessibility progressing, like in a general sense in yeah. the, in the, in the industry. Um, could, could you talk about that at all or just give me?
10: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give her a little bit more information there. So, you know, one of the things that I said in the very beginning when I first um started talking was um, that we, when the team was established, really, I think it was 2016, um, we focused just on the products. Can we make our internet accessible for screen readers and and other assistive technologies? Uh, Can we make the products that we currently have uh, retroactively uh, make sure that the accessibility is built in if they're not inherently accessible and moving forward, any products that we release to be more accessible or to be accessible from the start, and and that really was uh, 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 Spectrum Mobile was was the first of those types of products um, to be born accessible. And so then we started talking to customers, and I started traveling to conferences and conventions, and I started hearing a lot of your feedback, you know, from from all of you, um, especially at these national conventions um, that we want uh, the service to be improved. We want the agents to really understand accessibility and, uh, and have a little more disability etiquette under their belt. And so we went into that space and now that we're sort of hanging around there and, and providing the training and improving those services, uh, we're getting some ideas about how that can be improved even better right? So for those of you who are at home and you've got your box that's turning on and you call in the agent and the agent's saying, is the green light on? And you're like, wait a second, I can't see the green light. Um, you know, and they've got to roll a truck to your home or something. So some of the some of the spaces that we're looking at are are uh, scenarios like that where you don't have to get a truck rolled to your home, but um, you don't have to be able to see whether or not there's a green light. So there's some solutions that we're working on in that space. Really exciting. I honestly don't think it's going to take a long time for us to um, to get to a solution there. Um, some of the other areas, you know, we've really focused a lot on, on, on um, you know, the blind and visually impaired uh, community quite a bit since the um, install of our team. But um, we're really exploring some other disability areas, too. So I know, you know, within the blind and visually impaired space, there's a lot of you know, cross disabilities, multiple disabilities that also exist. So, you know, if you're somebody who's um, using other assistive technologies, we're spending a lot of time focusing on that, uh, ways to improve your interaction with, um, with the guide um, that are more accessible. Um, uh, and that's for all disability types, including folks that are blind and visually impaired. There's some new innovative um, approaches that we're looking at, interacting with a guide as well. So I'll say that. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
1: um, and, and just, can you repeat your contact information before we end the session?
10: I can. And I just wanna say also that it's really, and this is really important. The ways that we're looking at innovating, these are suggestions that have come from all of you. Uh, this, is, this has come from the times that, you know, a lot of you I've met at the, at the conventions, and, uh, and you've come to me either in the, in the private sessions that we've held or at the exhibitor booth, and you've given me feedback that I've written down and I've brought back to our team. And I have been, probably one of the most impressive things about my, my role at Spectrum has been to see how quickly our developers grab these ideas and implement these solutions. So these are your ideas coming to life. Uh, when they do, even Spectrum Access, this came, um, Spectrum Access, in fact, I just want to share this if I may really quick before I share the contact information. There's an interesting story behind it. When I first joined the team, a co-worker of mine uh, who's now leading the mm-hmm. innovation uh, project and, and helped launch Spectrum Access, he invited me on May 4th to a, um, a Star Wars party and said, we'll be, look, we'll be viewing some of the original Star Wars. And I said, well, I'll come only under one condition, if you can somehow provide me with some audio description. Now we searched the web up and down left and right and couldn't find audio description for the original Star Wars. And uh, he embarked on this journey of trying to write a script for it. And uh, it was this complicated journey that really led to needing a solution uh, like Spectrum Access. Um, And so that was the way that that launched, was really me, a ordinary person who's blind, wanting added audio description and i work for a cable company i know that you know we sort of have our hands tied we can only pass through the audio description that the networks give us and so spectrum access was that solution to give the added audio description content where there is none. so these are these are real solutions for you know real suggestions from real blind people whether they're on our team or out in the community so i thought thank that you was for neat sharing to share. that yeah, yeah. Um so, okay, I'll give you that contact information before I before I hop off. So the customer uh, call center um, for people with disabilities, the best number to call there is 1844 762 1301. Again, be sure to mention that you're blind or visually impaired um, so that you know you don't get added fees or anything like that for truck rolls. And, um, and if you do need a field agent to come to your home, ask them if they can be a supervisor level agent so that they really know what they're uh, doing in terms of accessibility um, expertly well. Uh, the email address to contact us about Spectrum Access is Uh I think it'd be great if you just mentioned that, that you learned about this at the um, ACB New York Convention i um, love to see just, just the impact that we're having uh, by um, coming out to your convention.
2: And, um, and
10: if you've got any um, questions uh, that aren't being answered by, by the um, Accessibility Call Center team, uh, you can email our team directly at accessibility at charter.com.
1: Thank you, Peter. Thank you so much for sharing time today and supporting ACB of New York and um, look forward to hearing more wonderful things coming from Spectrum. Uh, So so every, you're welcome. Uh, Everybody uh, stay with us. We're gonna, we're gonna, I think we're gonna hear from our, uh, our chapter presidents. Uh, and then followed by the business meeting coming up at two fifteen, so stay with us, and uh, we'll be back soon.
16: Hi, everybody. I'm Jean Mann and I'm on the ACB Board of Directors as a member at large, which simply means I don't belong to any chapter or special interest group. I originally joined the Capital District Chapter in 1975-76, not sure exactly, but some of the blind people I had met were members and invited me to a meeting. I had just started working and was on my own for the first time, so I was looking for things to do. We'd have a nice dinner, then our meeting, and then go upstairs for conversation, drinks, and music. The musicians were two older brothers. Their sister happened to be my boss. She and I didn't like each other too much, but her brothers thought I was just wonderful and always sent a pitcher of beer over to our table. Not sure how it happened, but gradually I got more involved on the local level than the state and national levels. I served on ACB's Board of Directors for eight years in the late 80s and early 90s. I was on the Convention Committee for 11 years and chaired the Credentials and Constitution Committees. I currently co-chair the Monthly Monetary Support MMS Committee and serve on the Awards and Credentials Committees. On the state level, I've held every office except Treasurer at one time or another, and have served on almost every committee except finance. I love spending money, but I don't want to be responsible for anybody else's, just mine. I currently serve on the Publicity Committee and chair the Constitution and membership committees. I don't know all of you personally, but I know where you are, but I promise I won't sell your names to anybody no matter how much money they offer me. Well, that's probably more than you ever wanted to know about me. This is certainly not the way we wanted to celebrate our 50th anniversary, but we'll have to make the best of it. Stay well, and let's plan to get together in person somewhere in New York State in 2021.
14: Bye for now. Hello everyone, from the Capital District Chapter of the American Council of the Blind Incorporated, this is Kathy Casey president. It's good to be here for our 50th annual convention of the American Council of the Blind of New York. Our chapter's been in existence since around 1986. We've been incorporated and some of the things that we have done, we have initiated the accessible pedestrian signals, Three of us were involved with that, and now they are being incorporated in almost every intersection whenever there is an update. We were also involved in trying to get the automated stops on our public transit system. Amongst other activities, we meet once a month, and we're hoping to start again in September and look forward to working on projects in the future. Again, Thank you very much, and good luck for a good convention. Hi, everybody. This is Annie Chipetta,
1: President of Guide Dog Users of the Empire State. Woof, woof. Congratulations, ACB of New York, for 50 years. We want to tell you a little bit more about Guide Dog Users of the Empire State. We're a very recent charter. We were chartered in 2016. Since that time, we've pretty much met regularly at each state convention, and we've had quite a few wonderful convention workshops. And we do have another one that we have planned for this convention as well. And it's probably gonna be our best one yet. Guide of the Empire State has about 30 members. And we do things all over New York State because we have a very unique affiliate In being that we don't have a home base, but we get together and we decide what's important to us and then we get it done. We recently made a know your rights for businesses postcard about service animals and guide dogs and our members have copies of those so when they go into a business or somebody asks them for more information, they have this great postcard that has our information and also has accurate ADA information on guide and service animals. We look forward to doing more of this in the future, and everybody stay well and take care of those pups so they can take care of you. Hi, everyone. This is Terrence Page, president of the Greater New
17: York Council of the Blind, the largest chapter in the state. We at Greater New York Council of the Blind congratulate ACBNY
13: for 50 years of excellent work. We continue to honor their work and we're proud to be a chapter of this amazing group. Thank you and have a wonderful conference.
14: Hello
15: and welcome to the ACBNY virtual convention. This is our 50th anniversary, awesome place to be. My name is Rosanna and I am the president for the Long Island Council of the Blind. We have been in existence since 1981. Some of you may remember Evelyn Larson. Evelyn was both a charter member as well as one of our founders for the Long Island Council of the Blind. Over the years, we have done many projects and advocacy work to improve the lives of blind and visually impaired individuals. Recently, we have worked with both the state and local Department of Transportation to have audible pedestrian signals put in where they are needed. Within the last few years, we also hosted a workshop for the state and local DOT, as well as the general public, as to why audible pedestrian signals should be put in and why they are needed in places where street crossings are most difficult. This also gives the blind and individuals the opportunity to have the same information as sighted people. This was very successful. Going forward, the Long Island Council of the Blind remains committed to its advocacy and educational mission to enhance the lives of both blind and visually impaired individuals.
3: Hi, my name is Charles Cronin. My friends call me Bob. I'm currently serving as the president of the New York State Council of Citizens with Low Vision, or if you prefer the alphabet soup, NYSCCLV. So who are we and what do we do? Well, first of all, we are a proud affiliate of the American Council of the Blind of New York and of the Council of Citizens of Low Vision International. What do we do? In many ways, our mission is very similar to that of ACBNY. We advocate for the highest quality of life and most functional independence that a person with a visual impairment can have. How are we different from ACBNY? Well, most of our members have some usable vision. And another one of the things we try to do is to work so that they can get the most out of the usable vision that they have. We do this through sharing our experiences. We do this through sometimes inviting experts. And we are going to be happy to do this as a panel at the ACBNY State Convention, where members of our affiliate will present tips and tricks for how they function independently on a given day. We hope you'll join us for the panel because you can only add to the discussion, spice it up. And remember, something that one person takes for granted can be a treasure for someone else. So we look forward to seeing you. In the meantime, if my stirring oratory has interested you, you're welcome to reach out to me for more information. You can email me at carcro7011 at verizon.net or give me a call at 516-374-6008. All calls and emails will be answered. Finally, let me say that it is my hope and my prayer that you and your family will stay safe healthy, and strong until we meet again. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.
18: Hi, everybody. My name is Kathleen Shields. I am president of the Rochester Chapter, and I'm happy to be able to be here and talk with you a little bit about what we do, and a little bit about us. Unfortunately, I can't tell you anything about when our chapter started because any member that could tell me that has unfortunately passed away. But we are a small chapter, we have about 12 members, and a couple of the things we have done are we uh, hosted the 2018 State Convention, We helped host it, I should say, and that was very interesting. And we took part in helping to host the National Convention in 2019. That was also very interesting, and we were glad to be able to do those things. Some of the things we try to do in our chapter are to keep up on things with disability, and we have also done things like talking about our paratransit system and any problems anyone is having while using the system or about the system. This year as president, I hope to start asking people to think about what we want to do with our chapter. What do we want to accomplish? What do we want to get out of being members of this chapter? Even though we're a small chapter, I think we can do that. I'd also like to work on doing some things with uh, fundraising. So there are a couple things that I plan to do with the chapter. I've been president for a couple years now. So we'll just take it from there. But every meeting is interesting, and we try to accomplish something. I thank you for giving me the chance to talk with you, and I thank you very much.
17: Hello, I'm Alexander Meister. I am president of RSVNY, that is the Randolph Shepherd Vendors of New York. We were recently chartered with ACB, in cooperation with Randolph Shepard Vendors of America. We uh, advocate for vendors, RSVNY is primarily for vendors of New York State, and we'd like to welcome you to the ACBNY convention. Congratulations for 50 years, and hope to see everybody sometime soon.
16: This is Maria Samuels from Westchester Council of the Blind. We're going to be celebrating our 20th anniversary, so we're very excited about that. Our services of serving the community is very important to us, and we do many things in our community. We plan to continue doing that. We're looking forward to the convention
1: that's coming up that we can all participate with. Our organization, our group is growing We just added three new members, and we're looking forward to
8: growing even more in the next coming calendar year. Hello, ACB members and guests, and welcome to the 50th annual ACBNY convention. I'm Ian Foley, president of the Western New York chapter. You know Western New York. We're Buffalo. You know, home of the Buffalo Sabres, no goal in the Stanley Cup playoffs or finals against the Dallas Stars. You know Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills wide right in Super Bowl 25 against your Giants, and of course, you know Buffalo for our, our great chicken wings and beef on wek. Oh, and yes, Buffalo is also the home of our state president Karen Blackowicz. We would have loved to celebrate the 50th anniversary together with you here in Buffalo this year, but COVID-19 made other plans for us. So instead, we're meeting virtually using this wonderful Zoom platform. So a little bit about the Western New York chapter. We were originally founded back in the 1990s and unfortunately we kind of fizzled out after a few years, but we were reborn back in 2014 with a new direction and some very active members. The new direction basically focused on scholarship programs, advocacy, community outreach, etc. We're proud to be an active member of our community and an active part of our community and to help guide ACBNY into the future. Have a great time at the convention and enjoy the various meetings and topics. Take care. And you
9: are listening to the ACB of New York Annual Convention here on ACB Radio Live event, and we're happy to have you. Annie, it's all yours again.
1: Hey. Thank you for the introduction, Rick. Um, wow, how about that? We heard from so many of our of our chapters and special interest groups. It was great. Um, so everybody get ready for uh, the business meeting of the uh, 50th anniversary um, business meeting um, uh, of the American Council of the Blind Membership. And we're going to start as soon as we hear from Karen um, I'm here okay and uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, Karen you're gonna hand it over once you make your uh, um, okay well, well let, me, let me begin and I'll go in
0: <laughs> All right ladies and gentlemen we are gonna call the 2020 annual business meeting into session um, I am president Karen Blackowitz um, I will give a little bit of a president's uh, statement in a little while, but as as all of you know, I am feeling a little bit under the weather. I am going to conduct this meeting for as long as I can. Uh, If there comes a time when I do need to pass pass it over, our first vice president, Nancy Murray, will be stepping up and will be taking over the meeting if necessary. For the time being, however, you got me. Um, So with saying that, I'm gonna ask our secretary to please call the roll.
1: Okay. <clears throat> president Karen Blackwitz, Present. First Vice President Nancy Murray? Nancy, you might not, you might be muted. Okay, we're Gene uh, Mann, second vice, second vice president?
16: I'm here, and I'm wondering, I got a call from Kathy Casey earlier that Nancy was being delayed at the dentist, so I don't know if she's back yet.
1: Okay, thank you.
16: If she's she's not, and Karen...
1: It it will
0: fall to you, So,
16: but, you know, maybe she'll be back by then.
1: Okay, Uh, thank you. Uh, Treasurer Michael Golfo? Michael Golfo? Here. Uh, okay, <laughs> thanks Mike.
19: I was having problems unmuting, sorry.
1: Okay. Um, okay, we're gonna go on to our our, um, our board directors. Uh, Capital District, Mike O'Brien. You
15: probably can't unmute.
1: Okay, I'm here. Gotcha, Mike. Okay.
15: okay.
0: Annie, why don't we ask all board directors to unmute themselves now? So as you call them, we can hear them.
10: Okay. Okay,
1: uh, Greater New York, Fitz Martin.
10: Video content window.
1: That's Fitzmartin, Are you present? One more time, Fitzmartin. Rosanna Beaudry, Long Island. Here. Thank you, Rosanna. Western New York, Ian Foley. Present. Thank you. Rochester, Ann Parsons. Ann, we know you're here. We just don't know if you're She here. needs
11: to unmute just a second. Okay. Ah, there we go.
14: Hey.
1: Uh, here. Hello, Anne. Okay, thank you. Um, uh, Rodney Stamford, Westchester. Present. Thank you Rodney. Utica, Carl Gage.
10: No people have joined the meeting.
1: Carl Gage, Utica. Okay. GDUES, Megan Parker. Present. Thank you. Mm -hmm. NYCCLV, Bill Murray probably with Nancy Murray. Okay. RSVNY, Alex Meister. Present. Thank you. Member at large, um, we don't uh, have right now, our position is open. Uh, Madam President, um, the roll's been called. I believe we have a quorum.
0: Thank you so much, Annie. Um, Wonderful as always. Um, the agenda was um, circulated.
1: Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Madam President. Um, do we want to take a membership role? How do we want to address that in uh, our first virtual convention? That's a good question.
0: So, um, we have the, Jean, do you want to read through the membership and how many votes each chapter?
1: So, Lynn, um, yes, as host, uh, maybe you could help us out. Um,
16: Why don't we have Lynn have everybody raise their hands?
9: I'm, I'm allowing then... I'm allowing everybody to talk. Um, oh, okay. Sure.
1: okay, all right. I was wondering. <laughs> well, um, it, it might you. be so, a little bit so un- un- orderly, but if
16: everybody just you know tries to not shout over each other and tells us who they are. Unmute themselves just long enough to tell us who they
1: are. Uh, yes, I think if um, if we just have your name and your and your chapter or your special interest group, and, and then we can do it that way. Move on. Okay. So, um, would you like? Do
0: you want me to call by sections? How,
1: yeah. How about we call by by? Yeah. I would we, do it. I would do it by chapter. By chapter. Yeah. That's oh, okay. easiest. Okay. All right. I'll go. I'll okay. go back. You want me to go back and do it like I did with the. Um, the the chapter representatives yeah I believe so okay yeah cuz that's okay so it's basically alphabetical capital district anybody here from capital district please say your name
13: Mike O'Brien
1: okay thank you Kathy Casey Casey, I heard you
13: we're
1: getting a lot of Yes. Somebody. Okay, folks,
0: once you say your name, please remute yourself. S-
1: somebody must have two devices on at the same time. Okay, let me see. Because That's what the feedback I think is from. Anybody else from Capital District? Capital District. All right, we're going to move on uh, to Greater New York.
14: Yasmin Campbell.
1: Thank you, Yasmin.
14: Mary Ellen I- Moscato.
1: Okay, I heard Mary Miscato, Ellen Cronin. Cronin mm-hmm. Mary Ellen. Okay.
17: Bob White. I have the phone number four nine zero eight two one.
1: Okay. Karen Eisenstadt. Thank you.
18: Anyone else from Greater
1: New York? Anyone else? Okay, uh, Long Island?
20: Lori Scharf.
16: Long Island? Uh, Carrie Regan, but technically I'm a member at large. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, she's a, you're a member of Long yep. Island, Carrie. Oh, I thought I, I paid member at large though. No. Ah, okay.
21: <laughs>
1: Any, anybody else from Long Island? Okay, Western New York.
5: Richard Fiorello.
1: Hi, you. I heard you, Carlene. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Western New York. Alex, Alex Moyesley. Alex, okay. Western New York. Okay, we're going to move on to
12: Westchester.
18: Rito Polsoni, Westchester Council of the Blind. Joe Grandison.
12: Martin Cahill.
1: Anyone else from Westchester? Okay, we're going to move on to Rochester. Anyone besides Ann Parsons here from Rochester? All right, we're going to move on. Uh, anyone here from Utica? Utica? Okay. Uh, guide dog users of the Empire State.
7: Verna Voda.
18: Thank you. Jim and Rita Polsoni. Thank
1: you. Patrick Voda. Hey, Pat. Anybody else from g Madam Secretary, Nancy Murray did join the meeting. Okay. So that means Bill Murray also joined the meeting? I saw Nancy come in, not Bill yet. Yes,
20: and he's sharing my phone. He can't
16: get in on his phone. I just tried it and I can't either. And I just walked
0: in the door.
1: Okay.
16: I am here. All
1: right, right. so GDUES has been called. Um, NYCCLV, anyone from NYCCLV? That's me, Bill. I know, (laughs) we got Bill. Tim
7: Anyone Paulsoni, else? Well Sony, I'm a member of uh,
1: the low vision group.
20: Okay. Mike Godino's upstairs listening through to the A lady.
1: Oh okay Mike's <laughs> here. all right <laughs>
18: okay,
1: okay Sal gotcha um, Whoever that is that could you please mute with background noise you didn't set the
9: phone down
1: uh, okay, um, anybody else from NYCCLV? Okay, RSVNY. And we know Alex is here. Anyone else? Okay, we're going to move on. In the interest of time, uh, any member at large members? Someone had mentioned Carrie Regan, but I don't Anyway, anybody else, member at large members?
21: Roger Dennis from Rochester.
1: Thank you, Roger. No, nice to, to hear you. Anybody else? Okay, Madam President, I think we've called all the members. All right,
0: then I, I believe that completes the role. Um, if, if the host would please mute everybody again, then um, for the time being, I'd appreciate it. Um, thank you. Um, acceptance, Jean, acceptance of the agenda is next, right?
1: Um, uh, yes, um, okay. we have the, uh, the acceptance of last year's annual membership minutes. Um, they were attached to the, um, the minutes of this meeting.
16: Yeah. this is Gene and I. Move to accept the minutes from the uh, last year's meeting.
1: The date is oh. October twenty fifth.
16: I couldn't remember Sorry. the
0: date.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just looked.
15: And
0: you all second sure. it. Okay. Motion has been made and second. Is there any discussion? I'm going to ask folks to raise your hands if you have any discussion points
1: for so. the minutes
0: for the minutes or the acceptance of the minutes. So therefore, is there any discussion on the acceptance of the meeting from last year's annual
1: meeting?
16: Any? there were a couple of spelling names. Can I just send those to you later?
1: Yeah, that's fine. Okay,
0: okay. do the moderators or the hosts see any hands up? I
11: do not see any hands. Madam President, I do not see any Oh, we do have one. Okay,
0: if we could
11: unmute that person. Kathy, Kathy Casey.
14: Motion that we accept the minutes from last year's meeting.
1: <clears throat> okay, thank you, Kathy, but we, we, we did that.
0: Okay, okay so in, in order to vote, um, I'm going to ask the host if you would please to unmute all. All those in favor of accepting minutes as distributed, please signify by aye. saying aye.
13: aye. 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 Aye.
0: Any opposed, signify with saying aye. You're muted, so whatever vote oh, you just just you're they, not they, muted. muted. <laughs> oh, really, I all could. right. Any abstentions? Hearing none, motion carried. If the host would please mute all again. Thank you. The agenda has been sent out. Um, can I have a motion on acceptance of the agenda for the 2020 business meeting, please?
13: So moved.
0: Bill Murray? Seconded. I don't, I don't know who that was. That was Mike O'Brien, I'm sorry. Mike O'Brien, thank you. Sorry about that. That's okay, please say your name. Um, when, when making a motion so I can, I can hear you clearly. Motion has been made. Is there a second? Ann Schepetta. Ann Schepetta, thank you. All right, if there's any discussion on the agenda, please signify by raising your ha- hand at this time. To our lovely host, are there any hands up? Are there any hands up
11: I I apologize um, there are no hands up madam president.
0: thank you. if you could unmute all again, please uh, okay
13: I raised my hand
0: <laughs> okay Mike O'Brien yes
13: yes, I raised it
0: okay do you a have it do you
1: Did you have a question or no,
13: I no, I thought it was raising our hands for approval. I'm sorry.
1: No. Okay. Nope. A motion's
0: been made in a second. I'm going to call for the vote to approve the agenda for the 2020 business meeting. All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any object uh, abstentions? No hearing none. Motion carried to accept the agenda for the 2020 business meeting. Um, Madam Host, if you could please mute all again. And thank you so much for all your work. Okay, we're going to start the business meeting. Um, I believe now, Jean, please confirm I will go into my president's report. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. Okay. For you President's report is the first item.
0: Okay. Thank you. So, um, I would like to welcome everybody to the, the 2020, um, American council of the blind state convention. Um, a year ago at, at the business meeting and I was, I was voted in as your president. I never expected in a million years that my first year would be quite as unique as, as this one was. However, the American Council of the Blind of New York has been able to conduct business and move forward in our advocacy efforts.
14: Ready, battery high.
0: There has been um, no change in the litigations that, that were uh, started and presented on during last year's business meeting. Okay, so this gonna... is
13: the capital or ACB of New
0: York. Can you, New can you York? Re- mute, please, uh, Mike Ryan, can you mute?
13: Oh, I thought I was muted.
0: Can you please? Sorry,
13: mute I will. Sorry, I thought I was. <laughs> Excuse me.
0: Thank you. We we addressed the throughway authority last year, and there has been no movement um, on that topic as well. There has been some new action um, with litigations with um, New York Alert System. Um, In the sake of time, we're not going to go into any of this at great length now unless we have time at the end of the meeting. Um, You know, the challenges of COVID have definitely affected all of us and everything we've all been trying to do. But I'm very proud of each and every one, all of my chairs, all of the uh, executive board, the board representatives, everybody has moved forward with advocacy efforts. And I just want to emphasize how proud I am of ACBNY as a whole for their growth in this past year. And with saying that, I'm going to move on to our first vice president's report. And I I am going to ask that reports are kept brief just so we can make sure we have enough time uh, to cover all the annual business that we do need to cover. Nancy Murray, you have the floor. Nancy Murray. Okay, um, we can go back to the first vice president's report. I'm going to go directly into the second vice president's report. Uh, Jean Mann, please present.
16: Okay, um, I'm wondering if Nancy was having trouble unmuting, but whatever. Um, we, go back. we will. Um, Karen asked me to talk about everything I cover. So I'm going to start with membership because that's the main thing I do. Um, We're currently up to 218 members, which is great. The problem is um, we gather members during the year, and then when it comes time to pay dues the following year, we always lose a few, sometimes quite a few. Um, and, I, and I think there's a few whose dues have not been sent in to my golf. But I have, I have to, Nancy, we're going to come back to you. I know. Um, So, I have 218 members currently. One thing I want to suggest is that you start collecting your dues really early this year because, since so many of you are meeting virtually, uh, people aren't going to be able to just hand you their $10 or $20 or whatever you charge when they show up at a meeting. Um, People are going to have to either, if you have PayPal, get him on leash. Or or you're going to have to have people send you checks, so you probably want to start collecting it as early as possible. Um, the other thing is, please, please continue to send me new members during the course of the year, uh, so that I can keep caught up. And when you send me a new member, make sure that you also send their dues in to Mike Golfo, so that he knows also. Now Karen asked me to talk Go in
18: another room and
7: get in.
16: Nancy, Nancy Murray. Murray... I'm sorry. Thank you. Now- It's my dog, he's causing trouble. Can you mute yourself? So so Karen asked me to talk about some of the other things that I do. Um, I'm chair of the Constitution Committee and we really haven't done, didn't really do anything this past year, but it'll probably be a long meeting next year because we have some work we need to do. So we'll be getting to that. Also, I wanna talk about committee structure. Um, We have a number of committees who whose positions have really not been filled for the past many years in some cases, I tend to do a lot of proofreading for this organization because I have a, four, a 80 cell braille display and because I'm a pretty good braille reader. Um, so oftentimes when things get written, they get sent to me to uh, proofread and edit and, and you know sometimes people just send me their ideas, and I actually write the stuff. So I look back, and I started uh, doing resolutions in 2006. Now, we don't have resolutions every year, but we're supposed to have a committee of, I think, four people, and we never have, not in a a long time anyway, because every time there's a resolution, it comes to me, and I, you know, format it and end up presenting it. Same thing with awards. Um, We don't do them every year either, but Every time there is one, um, I'm the one that writes it up. Somebody else may actually get the plaque, but I seem to be the one that writes it up. So I'm hoping this year that maybe we can fill some of those committees so that everything doesn't come back to me. Um, I do also help with publicity. Uh, Annie does most of the work, I have to say, although this last time I did put the newsletter together with the help of Kate from Rochester. Um, And I do, I actually enjoy working on newsletters, So I I don't mind doing that at all. I don't really mind doing any of it, but I just feel that we really need to work on filling some of these committees. And I think, Karen, that's all, unless there's something else you can think of that
0: I forgot that I do, but I think
16: that's basically
0: it. No, thank you very much for your report. And I just want to remind people too, you don't have to be on the board of directors to sit on a committee. So you're gonna start getting some emails from us with little reminders of the available committees. And um, please feel free to submit your name to a committee where you feel you would fit in and you feel that you have some interest. Uh, With saying that, we're gonna back up now and go back to Nancy Murray, if you're ready. Um, I am. Thank you. If you could give us a very brief first vice president's report, please.
16: It'll be really brief, because I don't really have one except for the fundraising committee and the coffee and the is ongoing the popcorn one we're going to start up very shortly and we have another one that we're going to do for christmas which we'll send later that's it
0: thank you so much for your report nancy um we will go to our our secretary's report now uh, oh, Secretary. okay,
1: okay. yep that's me um well first i i i want to um I want to say that uh, working with all the executive board over the last year, it has been very rewarding. And also um, we've, we've held together through some, some challenges with uh, all kinds of documentation and state responsibilities in terms of uh, our financial stuff. And, you know, but we've, we've done a lot and, it's because of Karen. She steers the ship, and I want to say that uh, I'm very glad to work beside her. Um, she's always just been, uh, it's, you know, always taking everything in stride. She's, you know, nothing is a big problem. Um, we get things done. We figure things out. So I just want everybody to know that, um, that uh, I've really enjoyed working with our new president. Um, Thank you you're welcome yeah (laughs) so and i really don't have much to say except that i'm I'm glad jean worked on the newsletter and jean i hope you want to continue doing that and um i would love to see other people pulled into uh our publicity uh committee uh like you know people like kate who like to work behind the scenes and, and get those words flowing because we need we need a lot of words we need words for facebook we need words for our newsletter. We need words for, um, for the things that we're going to do to, to help write, um, uh, amendments and resolutions and things. So please, please, people listening today, think about how you can, um, just change a little bit of our, our, our world with, you know, with a little bit of your time. Um, that's all it takes. So, um, that's all I really have to say. I I've been a busy secretary. <laughs> we've um we've we've done you know we've we've done a lot, and I'm really proud of that. So, um so here's to more um good work and uh and 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 uh just getting more members and um you know keeping our financial house in a stellar place. Uh and um that's it. You know, thank you everybody. And and thank you Annie and. And I just want
0: um, folks of ACVNY to know that Annie is also very modest. Because without Annie, I'm not quite sure how the organization would run. She, her, her note taking and her efficiency is stellar. Um,
18: oh,
0: her I don't know. No, her, no, her organization is 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 un, unsurpassable in in my opinion and yes this year has been very challenging with with a lot of um changes um yeah and and a lot of those changes are are going to go into our next report but as as well as having an amazing secretary we have an equally um diligent treasurer
1: yes we do very
0: very hard and taking over as president this year there were a lot of um financial um, i's and t's that needed to be dotted and crossed and 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 a little bit of cleanup and without the help of 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 michael golfo and and the whole crew really um you, you know i'm just super super proud of the accomplishments but with saying that i'm going to ask that everybody remains patient this is going to be a lengthy treasurer's report um so if you could please remember that um You know, some of us do use screen readers. Michael is using a screen reader, um, doing his notes, but um, if people can make sure you stay on mute, um, fasten your seatbelt, enjoy the ride, and it is turned (laughs) over to you, um, Mr. Treasurer.
19: Thank you, Madam President. Can everyone hear me? Yes. Okay, so this report is from November 14th last year to October 15th of this year. Our beginning balance was $84,130 and 61 cents. We spent new post office box, $122. Niver New York vision rehabilitation dues, $500. Legislative weekend deposit, $200. Publicity committee $781 and 28 cents. The lion's share of that are the new, brochure, new brochure, brochures if I can only talk. ACB national dues, $980. Audit slash QuickBooks, $129.77. Telecommunications, which is Grasshopper, Dropbox, and Zoom, $694.60. Bank of America check, $63.16. Webmaster, $1,233.98. Presidents line, $286.61. Officers and directors and liability insurance, $1,384.63. Which brings our total expenses of to $6,375.83. We received AT&T Refund Check, $40.88. Amazon Smile, $17.11. 2020 ACBNY State Convention, $1,124.79. 2019 State Convention, $1,446.67. Donations, $2,469.70. Dues, $2,217.92. Monthly monetary support, $1,592. Scholarship, $1,174. Fundraising, which is earmarked for the M.J. Schmidt, $418.28. Miscellaneous income, $465.71. Interest seven hundred and fifty-four dollars and twenty-eight cents. Right, right. Total received. The
15: money.
19: I'll take care of it. Total received eleven thousand seven hundred twenty-one dollars and sixty cents, which gives us a surplus of five thousand three hundred forty-five dollars and seventy-seven cents. Our ending balance is $91,448.61. Breakdown of assets. In Bank of America and the checking account, we have $3,838.54. Investment in the investment account, which is theoretically the savings account of Bank of America, it's $19,814.44 which brings our total on Bank of America to $23,652.98. And Betpage, page, the checking account is $24.37. The business money market, $22,071.32. Scholarship money market, $14,434.85. Savings, $26.65. CDs, $31,238.44, which brings the total in Beth Page to $67,795.63. Some notes. The scholarship committee will spend $2,000, uh, will, is going to be uh, dispersing $2,000. We're still expecting $1,750 in convention sponsorships. The scholarship money market is broken up as follows. $8,379 for the scholarship fund, $5,562 for the salary fund, and $418.24 for the M.J. Schmidt fund. Madam President, that concludes the Treasurer's report.
1: Thank you, Michael Golfo. I move to accept the, uh, the treasurer's report. As thank you,
0: Annie. Annie. Mm-hmm. Motion made. A second. I believe that was,
7: that was Rodney.
2: Rodney,
0: thank you. All right, Madam Host, if you could please unmute all. Okay, first, I'm going to ask: Are there any questions on the treasurer's report? I'm going to ask again. Are there any questions on the treasurer's report? Hearing none. All those in favor for mm-hmm. accepting the treasurer's report as presented, please signify by saying aye. Aye.
7: "aye." aye. Aye. Aye.
0: Any opposed? Any abstentions? Okay. Motion carried to accept the treasurer's report as presented. Thank you so much, Thanks, Mike Golf. Thanks, Mike. great job as always um madam host if you could please mute all again okay thank you so much okay so then the um next item on the agenda i believe is um the budget is that first danny
19: yes uh, yep that's correct
0: all right so our finance committee along with the treasurer um, worked very diligently on putting together a budget for uh, this upcoming year. Um,
19: mm-hmm.
0: the, the members on the finance committee um, as elected are Bill Murray, Rosanna Beaudry, and Jim Pisoni. And I wanna thank them for their work. Um, it has been brought to my attention that it will be our treasurer presenting the budget. Is that correct?
19: That is correct, Madam President.
0: All right, at this time, I'm going to turn it back over to you, Mike Golfo, to present the budget to the general membership.
19: Thank you. So um, I'm going to present three numbers, the 20, what was budgeted for 2020, what we spent in 2020, and what has been budgeted for 2021. <laughs> We're going to start with the expense side of the house. The first category is ACB events. Convention delegate $1,500 was budgeted for this year. We didn't spend anything this year. We're budgeting $1,500 for next year. Alternate delegate, we budgeted nothing for this year. We spent nothing this year. We're budgeting $1,000 for next year. Annual donation, we budgeted nothing this year. We spent nothing this year. We budgeted nothing for that for next year. Derrick K. McDaniel Fund, we budgeted nothing this year, we spent nothing this year, we are budgeting $100 for next year, 2021. Raffle, the annual, the the ACB raffle, we budgeted nothing for this year, we spent nothing this year, budgeted nothing next year. ACB mid-year slash legislative, Meaning we budgeted nothing this year. We spent nothing this year. We're budgeting two hundred and fifty dollars for next year. Which so brings a total total budgeted for twenty twenty to fifteen hundred dollars. We spent nothing. The budgeted uh for twenty twenty one for this category is two thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. Next category is ACBNY events. Convention, we budgeted $6,000 for this year's convention. We have spent, or we'll spend, I should say, $300 plus the captioning. we rejecting $6,000 for next year, um, for next year's convention. That's placeholder in case the state has, is responsible for hosting next year's convention. National rep, we budgeted 800 this year. We spent nothing this year. We're budgeting again, $800 for 2021. MJ Schmidt, we budgeted nothing this year. We spent nothing this year. We're budgeting $400 for 2021. Leadership, uh, we budgeted nothing this year. We spent nothing this year. We're going to budget $750 for 2021. Legislative weekend. We budgeted $4,000 for 2020. We spent $200. We're budgeting again $4,000 for 2021. Which brings the total ACBNY events budgeted for this year to $10,800. We we spent $500. 2021's allocation is 11950 Next category is Y Committees. Fundraising, we allocated $1,000 for 2020. We spent nothing, we're allocating 500 for 2021. Mm-hmm. Membership development, 500 was allocated in 2020 we spent nothing, we're allocating 250 for 2021. Legislative committee, we allocated 200 for this year, we spent nothing, we're allocating 200 again for 2021. Publicity, we allocated 1000 in 2020, we spent $781.28 we're allocating five hundred for next year. Total ACBNY committees. We allocated twenty seven hundred dollars in twenty twenty. We spent seven eighty one twenty eight. We're allocating fourteen one thousand four hundred fifty dollars for twenty twenty one dues. ACB National, we allocated nine fifty last year. We spent nine eighty, which is good. That means we had more members than we thought. We're allocating one thousand for twenty twenty one. Nygra, we allocated five hundred. We spent five hundred. We're allocating five hundred again for twenty twenty one. I take
12: a little drink.
19: Sorry, folks. Total dues, fourteen fifty, was what was allocated. We spent fourteen eighty, and we're allocating fifteen hundred for twenty twenty one. Office is the next category. Audit slash QuickBooks. We allocated twenty five hundred dollars in twenty twenty because they don't have a fax machine. <laughs> Nancy, if you could please
0: mute. Yes. Nancy, if you could please mute.
20: I
19: thought I was. Sorry. So the the, the (laughs) current line that we are on is audit slash QuickBooks. We allocated $2,500 for 2020. We spent $129.77. We're allocating $500 for 2021. Telecommunication slash Zoom. Somehow, we only $100 was allocated for this line in 2020. We spent $694.60. We're allocating $650 for 2021. Dropbox. We spent. We allocated $200 for 2020. We spent $199.90. We're allocating $200 again for 2021. Liability and officers and directors insurance. We allocated $1,500 in 2020. We spent 1384 We're allocating $3,000 for 2021. Web domain slash hosting. We allocated $1,200. We've spent $1,033.98. We're allocating 1200 for 2021, which brings the total office allocated in 2020 to $5,500. We've spent $3,442.88. We're allocating $5,550 for 2021. Scholarship is the next category. Scholarship, we allocated $2,000 with the additional uh, of the board. The scholarship is going to spend $2,000 in 2020. The allocation for next year for the scholarship is $1,500. Scholarship travel allocated last this year was $500. Obviously, since we're a virtual convention, there's nothing spent there. is the allocation for 2021 for scholarship travel, which brings the totals for 2020 to $2,500 allocated, $2,000 spent, 2021 will be $3,000. Officers, president with $1,000 allocated this year, 286.61 was spent, $1,000 is allocated for next year. Total officers, 1,000 allocated this year, 286.61, 1,000 for next year. Which brings our total expenses. 2020, we allocated 25, $25,450. We spent $8,440 and 71 cents. 2021, we're allocating for total expenses, $27,300. That is the expense side. Income. Amazon Smile, We we projected $50 of income We received $17.11, so we're projecting $25 of income from Amazon Smile for 2021. Convention, we projected $6,000. We received total $2,571.26 but 1446.67 of this number is from last year. It's included in 2020 because it came into the organization in the 2020 fiscal year. We're rejecting $6,000 for 2021 for convention. Insurance chapters, we projected $900 for for that for 2020. We received nothing we're projecting one thousand dollars for twenty twenty one. Donationslash gifts. One thousand dollars was projected in twenty twenty-one. Two thousand four hundred sixty-nine dollars and seventy cents was received. We're projecting fifteen hundred dollars. Now, just a quick note on this two thousand four sixty-nine number. The commission sponsorship of last year's convention. Is the line is ninety eight percent of this number? It's here in twenty twenty because we received it in twenty in the twenty twenty fiscal year. Dues, we projected two thousand dollars in income. We received two thousand two hundred seventeen dollars and ninety two cents. We're projecting two thousand dollars again for twenty twenty one. Grant slash leadership. We projected $2,500 for 2020. We received none. We're projecting $2,500 again for 2021. Interest, we projected $1,250 in 2020. We received $754.28. We're projecting $900 for 2021. Legislative conference, we projected $4,000. We didn't receive any income since we didn't have a legislative conference. We're projecting $4,000 for 2021. Monthly monthly monetary support, let me say that three times fast. We projected $2,000 for 2020. We've received $1,592. We're projecting $2,000 for 2021. Scholarships, we projected $2,000 for this year. We received $1,174, we're projecting $2,000 in income again. Fundraising, $2,500 was projected. We've raised $418.28, we're projecting 2500 for 2021. Total income. We projected $24,200 in 2020. We received $11,214.75. We're projecting $24,425 in income for 2021. Surplus slash deficit. We, pro- we projected a $1,250 deficit for 2020. We actually have a surplus of $2,774.04 in 2020. We're projecting a deficit budget of $2,875 for 2021. That concludes the presentation of the proposed budget Madam president.
0: Thank you, Mr. Golfham. I'm, I'm going to need a motion to approve the budget before we can have discussion. Madam President. Uh, yes, Annie. It was Jean. Jean.
20: This is Lori, I'll second
0: it. Okay, um, I'm going to ask if there's any questions, please signify by raising your hand
1: I'll
0: second it. We oh, did that already. Was... All right. It, I, I, folks, I know it was a very long budget, but if there's any questions or conversations, please raise your
1: hand at this point. Our lovely host will help us out. <laughs> I
15: think part of the problem is people may not know how to raise their hand. Annie, maybe you could explain that. Well,
11: yeah. I can. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Lynn. Yeah. I didn't mean to. No, no, on Your toes. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, to raise your hand, everyone, is uh, Alt Y on a computer. It is Option Y on a Mac. On a landline, it is Star 9. And on the iPhone, you'll see it on the bottom of your screen. It's the bottom left.
13: No, more. No, no,
15: no, it's the bottom. No, I'm it's, sorry. it's, it's in the middle.
1: Floor.
15: Yeah, yeah. in webinar,
1: it's in the middle. It's in the yeah. middle.
16: It's
15: in the mm.
1: middle. Yeah.
16: Madam President. Yes. Jean? Jean, I think Rick said he had it set up so we didn't have to raise our hands. I'm not sure.
1: No. We, um, I have not had to raise mine. And, I just oh, muted myself. Uh, the, the panelists. Don't have to, but the people who are on under attendees do need I'm, to raise their hands. I'm an attendee. N- no, you're a, you're a panelist.
16: Oh well, I didn't sign in on that side. Anyway,
1: <laughs>
9: you were moved over as a. As a
16: I want to. I want to talk. About, I just want to make a couple comments. Um, I don't know whether how many of you realize it, and you you don't need to change this in the budget, but you could if you wanted to. The leadership or legislative conference in February now called leadership conference. Is going to be virtual, so you're not going to need any money for that.
19: Gene, I can answer that question.
16: Not well, let to, me just finish. Okay. The the convention in scheduled for next summer is also going to be virtual. So, I mean, you can leave the budget as it is, but I just thought I would let you know that um, you you won't you know need the money for those items. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next summer because they are trying to figure out how to do virtual voting. So, whether you're going to want to pay a delegate, you know something to, to do that or not. I don't know, but you're certainly not going to want to pay 1500 and and $1,000 because we're all going to be home.
19: Well, I'm going to answer those two questions as a treasurer, if Madam President's okay with that. Yes. Um, number one, the, the legislative conference, we put $250 in the budget because it's more than just the president's meeting. It's more of a leadership event. So we wanted to have some registration money available to the membership. That's why we put $250 in the budget for that item. And as far as convention is concerned, even though $1,500 and $1,000 is in the budget respectively for the delegates, we own, uh, obviously no one's going, so there won't be any receipt, but in the past we've only paid what someone has submitted up to that number. (laughs)
16: I just thought I would let you know that. And also, I'm wondering
13: how we ended up paying so much for Zoom. No, that was that was a bunch of things. Uh, that was under telecommunications, right?
19: That, yes. That was, tele, that was telecommunications and Zoom connected. Okay. We only paid 100, $200 for Zoom, James. Okay. And we paid for Dropbox. Dropbox was a separate item. Um, I, I heard
16: the $600 figure, and I... Yeah. I didn't realize that,
19: did. okay. 694.60, that's, that's a combination of Grasshopper and Zoom.
0: Okay. All right, Jim, thank, um, thank, thank you for your questions. Does anybody else have a question at this time? Yes, Madam
11: President, we do have one question. Yes. Okay, if your phone number, Ends in 978, you may unmute.
17: Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, yes hear sir. Me. Hi, uh, thank you. I want to first of all thank Mike Golfo for doing a really nice job. You must have a spreadsheet that's about 10 feet from top to bottom with all those accounts. Uh, and keeping track of all those is no easy job. Uh, just get a quick, quick question. I see you have about 30,000 30, in CD's and they pay higher rent, you know, obviously they're paying the highest interest. Uh, why couldn't we have up to, let's say, 60000 in CDs?
19: Well, Bob, the, the interest, believe it or not, I checked this out because we were, the Finance Committee was looking into further investment. A five-year CD right now is only paying 1%. Ouch.
17: Oh, you've answered oh, my no. question. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah.
19: <God. laughs> and that's at thing, by the way, just so you know. They're paying
17: one percent. Oh, okay.
19: Got it. Thanks.
0: Okay, Madam Host, are there any other questions or any other hands you see up right now? Um.
20: Yes, uh, Lori Sharp, you may unmute. Hi. Sorry, I was making noise before. I didn't realize I was unmuted. Um, I was moving my. Your question, please. Regarding the budget from last year, what was actually accepted by the membership in attendance at the convention was a lesser amount for scholarships. So that number should have been reflected. The board amount that was additionally approved was not the original budget accepted by the membership.
3: That is
0: okay. correct. There wasn't okay. a, a, yep. a. As Mike, I believe, stated in his report, he said that was voted on by the board.
19: Yes, I did say that. But I wanted the membership to to know where that the additional money is being spent because they're going to hear that. Okay. At the scholarship and, presentation.
20: Right, and and just for clarification purposes, what was the original amount?
19: One thousand dollars
20: okay plus the travel
0: expense which was
19: 500 500 500, 500 yeah. Yeah. yeah we the board only only approved more additional scholarship money so if you the uh, ad, original budget line between scholarship and scholarship travel that was approved last year was 1500 so we made it it's now 2500 with the additional 1000 dollars from the board
13: no, it's 1000 it's a uh, $1000 I thought $2000 I thought altogether. For,
19: for this year,
0: correct. For this year. But for yeah. next year yeah. it's
20: 2500. 1500 oh, it scholarship or- award
19: president. No. no. This year, spread was uh, can, can the treasurer answer please? Yeah. This year initially it was $1000 for scholarship and 500 for travel bringing the total scholarship budget line to $1500. The board approved an additional $1,000 to bring scholarship up to 2000 leaving travel alone because there's no travel, which brings the total line this year to 2500 Um okay. Next year, $1,500 appro- is what's in the budget for scholarship and $1,500 for travel. That's what the scholarship committee requested, which brings the total scholarship line to $3,000 for 2021.
13: Um, Mr. Mr. Treasurer, uh, as I no. re- recall, the, the, when I introduced the motion, uh, it, it, it was for a total of, and it was for this year only, it was for a total of $2,000, including the travel money and an ad- additional I, $500. I, I right.
19: do not know what the budget, what the motion was, Mike, because I was not at that meeting.
13: You, no, you weren't. We <laughs> were hoping you were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, but that's on, what the motion folks, was, and that was my intent for this year only.
0: Yes, and the total amount spent will be two thousand right. dollars. There was the, the five thousand for travel is not spent. You,
19: you, you mean five hundred?
0: Five hundred. Yes.
19: Five hundred. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, correct. It's not going to be spent, but it's still in the budget, in the but budget but thought, from 2020. I thought,
13: I thought part of that two thousand dollars came from the five hundred dollar travel. That wasn't being spent this year. If and the then we... board
19: did not, if the board did not approve to reappropriate that five hundred dollars, Mike, no, it does not come from that line. Because okay, that would... the membership specifically appropriated five hundred dollars for scholarship travel. Unless in the motion the board said we want to take that money from here and put it there it needs to just needs to come out of the general treasury.
13: Okay, that was my that was my additional understanding that that's where the 500 initially the board wanted to do 850. <clears throat> um you know, an additional 850 and part of which was the $500 from the travel and I thought that's what was initially unless it was approved.
19: specifically stated in the motion to move that money from the scholarship travel line to scholarship it has to be a straight thousand dollars expenditure approved by the
3: board.
18: Mm. Uh, no. uh,
19: Mike, Mike, yes.
3: Um, yeah.
15: is, can we have Annie go back and look at that, what that motion was exactly? I think Mike is right, Mike O'Brien. I believe the motion that he did make was a total of two thousand.
1: Uh, so let I remember me, correctly. Uh, I, I'll, I'll stand by.
0: Folks, you're, you're misunderstanding. It is only two thousand that's being spent.
15: That's
19: what well, I thought. It, Madam President, if, yes. if if you only have a thousand, let's go back to the twenty twenty budget for a second. A thousand dollars is appropriated for scholarship itself, and five hundred dollars was appropriated for travel. That's what the membership approved. The board would then have to if they want to reappropriate that $500 that was appropriate for scholarship travel, that's what has to be a part of the motion. And that's what we need to clarify.
21: This is Megan. What's the difference? Isn't it all the same amount of money coming out of the same allocation, which is the I scholarship? I can read the minutes. Like, it's is there just, any it's actual It's just a question difference? of how
19: the motion was made. I, 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 you know, I don't see any problem with it, Megan, but people are asking the question. so I just... So...
14: Know, Madam Chairman, Ann Parsons here.
0: Yes, Ann. So, okay. May um, well, hold on, hold on. Hold can on. I, One thing I mean. at a time. Annie Shepetta, if you would read the motion and then Ann Parsons. Okay, so
1: it says the meeting was convened to, um, to add additional funds exceeding the $1,000 budgeted item for scholarship. All right, we did our roll call. Uh, I'm not gonna go through that. Um it was originally funded for $1,000. Um the scholarship committee is asking for additional $850 to extend um to extend uh, money for uh secondary uh, second third place and uh to uh honorable mentions yep made the, uh, I made the motion to accept um, of the $850 dollars as explained by Karen, um, Ian second seconded that motion. Voice vote was taken and failed. Um, so we asked for uh, Karen asked to uh, go back to the motion and reform a new motion. And Mike O'Brien uh, volunteered the following motion. I move that we increase the budget line for this year's scholarship to $2,000 and award the first place winner, $1,000, the second place winner, $500, the third place winner, $250, and $125 for, for the fourth and fifth place winners. Yes. When, Seconded by Ann Parsons. Voice motion was unclear. Karen asked for a roll. Uh, roll call vote um, was tied and Karen broke the vote with the um, motion to carry.
13: Yeah. When this, this, okay,
1: problems. so does that,
13: can, can I just uh, clarify no, something here? It's oh.
1: just, it's, no. And we, no. we approved those minutes. Yeah. So, Ann okay. and
0: Parsons, please take the floor. Um, I
14: think we're really arguing about um, something which is fairly insignificant and taking mm-hmm. on the ACB radio's time. I think we can probably settle this by uh, redoing the. On nope. Sunday, and yeah. the mm-hmm. proper wording, so mm-hmm. that uh, we can move the Madam money, President. if that's what's going on. I'm speaking, um, yep. and you know, so I vote to table this uh, insignificant matter to the board meeting on Sunday.
19: Madam President, Mike. Mike Golfo, yes. With that budget wording, with that motion wording that Annie just read. The budget line has been, was already approved for the scholarship to $2,000. It's a mute point. Uh, I would 100% agree with you. I 100% agree with
0: you. Megan.
21: Um, So I guess since we're talking scholarships, my question is, uh, what was um, the intent of the scholarship committee? Is it to give out a uh, second place scholarship again next year, or is it to Ooh. increase the no. uh, scholarship no. amount? No. I, let me finish.
0: <laughs> okay. Apparently, <laughs>
21: Rosanna knows the answer. <laughs> I do. Okay.
0: I, I'm going to ask that everybody, Rosanna, you are out of order.
21: I'm Megan, sorry, Karen.
0: You still have the floor.
21: Yeah. So I. I was just asking what the intent was of the scholarship committee and asking for the increase. If it was to give a a second place winner, if it was to increase the amount to uh, next year's uh, winner and just have
0: one winner.
8: Oops, This this is Ian. I can answer that too.
0: Thank you. Ian. So
8: as the scholarship chair, um, we, because we had such a great pool of applicants this year and frankly, we had a, you know, crazy difficult time selecting one versus, you know, much less three or five. Um thus the first, second, third, you know, the two runner-ups. Um so we were hoping going into next year that we could have the option, not a, not a guarantee, but just an option that we could award a second place winner if we had a similar situation to this year. You're not giving away five awards, but at least having the option to possibly give two. Um, and you know that that's Again, I stress the word option. Um, you know, next year we're going into it with the understanding that there is one grand prize winner, you know, one scholarship winner, but we were hoping to have the option of a 502 dollars second place if we really came down to a similar situation as we did this year. So and
21: this
8: that's why we request.
21: Thanks, it. thanks Ian. Sorry. Yeah. So this is okay. Megan. I just wanted to um, point out that the reason when Annie went through the minutes um, and it was clear that it failed the first time and barely passed the second was uh, in part um, uh, over opposition that a scholarship was promoted and then uh, the committee wanted to give out several additional scholarships that were not promoted and um, wanting the organization to be consistent and clear in terms of what is being offered so people know Um, and so um, I don't necessarily have a problem with the allocation for the budget, but um, I would hope that the committee would make a decision. Uh, are you giving out two scholarships, one for 1000 and one for 500 or not. Um, that's my concern. So.
13: Okay. Um, as, as I, wait. I ha- oh, Hold on, sorry.
0: Michael Brian, yep. wait, Rosanna, okay. you can speak now.
15: Okay, I had unmute. I'm sorry. so um, no, uh, the only thing I was gonna that I was gonna say, uh, actually, Megan actually put a lot of it in perspective. Um, originally, the committee, the board was not in favor of it, which is why the original motion failed.
0: Okay, um, hold on, Ro- Roseanne. I'm going to stop you. If you're just going to restate what Megan said, what I'm no. going to do is at this point, I'm going to instruct the scholarship committee to be very clear in the requirements and in how many scholarships you will be giving out next year. They can that, move that into that their committee, which I Okay, that is
15: exactly what I was gonna say, Karen, and you, you kind of like read my mind. Um, I basically- It's part of my skills. I took up mind reading. Thank you um, so much. I, you know, it was my, um, that was my thought. And I believe we decided this, this was for this year only. So if they could take that up, I would appreciate it. Thanks, Absolutely. Karen.
0: So for the record, and to go into the minutes, I am formally directing the scholarship committee to be very precise and detailed in what they advertise, how much the scholarship awards will be for, and how many they will be giving out.
1: Madam President point of um uh focus uh so i think mike Goffle wanted to go back to um how much should it be um allocated how much should be allocated if we want that changed what do we want that changed to and let's let's stick to passing this budget yes so
0: i i'm Thank really you. not hearing a whole lot of people concerned with the amount of money but yet to the format of um, How it's going? Yeah. How it's going to mm-hmm. go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, does anybody have any questions or concerns with the amount of money allocated
1: towards the scholarship awards?
13: Okay. Can can I just say something here?
1: Yes, or n- please let's just if you have something yeah. new. No. You have something new? Yes.
0: Well, I
13: don't know whether it's new or not, but I, I remember part of the um, uh, why this was put forward is, number one, that we had uh, money we weren't going to use for the travel money, and it was proposed that it would be shifted to the scholarship, as I remember. And number two, we had unused scholarships from the past, uh, our money from the past that we hadn't expended. Uh, because we didn't have any suitable applicants and now because of the 50th anniversary of the organization and because we had uh, all of a sudden a pool of applicants that we may not have in subsequent years that it was felt for this year and this year only that this would be a good move
0: thank you okay Madam president Jean
11: Adam yes president.
0: yes Jean the, um,
16: I, I, what we've done in the past is done um, We suggested to the scholarship committee at that board meeting that they might want to ask for a little bit more money for next year. And then if they chose when they wrote the application to um, award two scholarships, they could do that. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with what they're doing. They're actually doing what we suggested they do when asking for a little bit more money Mm-hmm. So that when they when they when yes. they start working on the applications, it gives them a little right. bit of leeway to yep. decide what they want to do, and then they don't have to come back to the board again like they did this year. Mm-hmm.
19: Right, that's exactly what they did. Yes, there
13: was also another concern that the honorable mention amounts were too low, and so that's yes, why. Yes, right. done. But that's but it's over done, with, and it
16: has nothing to do with the budget. That's
19: yeah.
1: right. So right. can
19: we okay. move on, please? Yeah. Does anyone okay. else have any other questions besides the scholarship? I think we've beat this dead horse. <laughs> okay.
0: Absolutely. So, have to beat one dead horse at a meeting. I'm. I'm going to ask the question, and then I'm going to ask the host to unmute all. So I'm going to ask Karen.
1: Karen, we we need to raise hands for questions. We need to take. We we need to raise hands for votes. I was informed. So we have
0: to raise hands for votes. Yes, we
1: have to raise hands for votes from from now moving forward. Okay.
0: Okay. All those. Well, hold on. Are there any other questions about the budget? Madam Host, are there any hands up?
11: We have no questions at this time, Madam President.
0: Thank you. All those in favor and accepting the budget as presented, please raise your hand. And I'll give you all a few minutes to do this.
11: Okay. So We have, I'm
8: uh, I'm trying to, it's like, it's... Annie, could you give us the uh, keyboard commands for raising a hand, please? Sure.
1: Alt-Y on Windows, Option-Y on a Mac.
16: Madam President? Yes. I had to unmute because um, Bill is using my iPhone with me so he didn't get to raise
0: his hand. So I'm voting I'm for him as yes. So
1: you're raising two hands, okay. Yeah. So when, okay. But I can't Na- do that. Anymore. No, Nancy, unless you and Bill vote differently, we'll consider your one hand, two hands, okay? All right, okay. That
19: sounds good. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: All right. Um, Madam Host, is it possible And we have-
8: You currently have hands. 19 participants with their hands raised.
0: Yeah, I'm Thank trying you. to count them all. Thank you, Tyson. And,
9: yeah. and I do need to remind
0: anybody, everybody that you do have to be a member of ACPINY to be voting.
9: Lynn, I can see the
1: count, so don't worry about counting. Okay, okay. so yes, the it. count is 19. Okay, yes, all right. 19. If we could lower the
0: hands, then please. Go if on. there is,
8: well, let is, me
0: know when you're ready.
9: Just
8: one sec, please. You have thirty-five people total.
0: Okay.
9: Good morning. Get down. All the hands are down.
0: All the hands are down. Thank you. All those opposed to the budget as presented,
11: please raise your hand. Okay, we have nine participants raised hands.
15: Okay. And you said opposed, correct? Yes, I
3: did. Opposed.
15: Okay, just clarifying it. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I
11: I thought
9: yeah, let's um, Hold on, I'm Okay, I'm going to lower all the panelists' hands. Yes. Yeah, f- take the vote again, please.
11: I can't seem to do that on my side.
1: We want to take the vote for opposed.
9: Yeah, take the vote for opposed. The people okay. who are attendees don't need to uh, re-raise their hands, but the panelists do. Any panelists opposed?
0: Any panelists opposed?
9: There are none. Thank there are you. none. Right. No, no
0: okay. None. I'm going to call one more. Um, if you could lower the hands, please.
9: Yep, they're all down. They're all Thank down.
0: You. Now. Any abstentions, please raise your hand. Are we seeing any going up? No, nope. Hearing none, the motion for the budget has passed. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank hosts. Thank you, hosts.
11: Thank you very much, hosts.
1: That was a lot easier. No,
0: no,
11: thank you, (laughs)
1: hosts. Help me. All
0: right, folks, the next item on the agenda, I believe, is the 2021 convention bid. Mm-hmm. There has been one bid presented to the board and to the general membership from the Western New York chapter. The Western New York chapter president would please submit the bid to the general membership. Mr. Good afternoon,
8: everybody, everybody. Ian Foley from Western New York. So we, uh, you know, obviously we lost our opportunity to host this year's face-to-face convention. Thus, we're on Zoom. So we spoke to the hotel manager at the uh, airport holiday inn on Genesee Street in Chictawaga, right next to the Buffalo Airport. And she was, uh, the, new, uh, the, new, uh, the new manager was gracious, gracious enough to extend pretty much the same offer uh, that we had this year uh, going into next October of 2021. Uh, we're looking basically from Thursday, October 14th through Sunday, October 17th. Um, unfortunately, it's not Columbus Day weekend. It's going to be the weekend afterwards. Um, the rates were extraordinarily higher uh, to have Columbus Day weekend, and we know we like to try to keep the cost down. So if, if you remember from 2016, this is the same, uh, the same hotel we had our convention in that year, uh, which was quite the gangbuster convention, very successful. We got a lot of compliments on both the hotel as well as how the, uh, how the convention was run. So I can't take any credit for that. That was only my first year uh, as an ACB NY or ACB member. So uh, basically the Holiday Inn airport, like I said, right next to or the Holiday Inn. Yeah. The Holiday Inn airport is located right next to the airport on Genesee street. Uh, They have 207 guest rooms. Uh, It's a two-floor hotel, but we basically can get all of our rooms on the first floor. Um, They have four suites, uh, both Junior and King. They have complimentary 24-hour shuttle service to both the airport and the Amtrak station, which is literally about five minutes away. It's minutes from the the Walden Galleria Mall, which is kind of our, our big mall around here in Buffalo. And it's about 15 minutes from downtown Buffalo, uh, local college campuses, the sports arenas, um, the theater district, and actually about a half hour from the Canadian border. Um, in Niagara, well, actually Niagara Falls, and you know about 15 minutes from the Canadian border if you cross the Peace Bridge, assuming the border is open next uh, next October. So, uh, as far as services facilities, the Holiday Inn has guest laundry facilities, a business center. Um, Oh, let's see. Same day valet services, free parking, uh, in a lot, uh, 24 hour, uh, fax services available, wireless, wifi, pretty much all our high speed wireless, all through the hotel. As far as recreational, we wouldn't be using this in October, but they do have a heated outdoor seasonal pool. If you'd ever like to be here when it's not cold and uh, they have an indoor jacuzzi and a fitness center on the first floor, um, for those who were here in 2016, you may remember that that was right around the corner from a couple of the big uh, conference rooms that we were using and where we were eating uh, most of our meals. We, all, we walked right by the, uh, the jacuzzi room. The accommodations, the rooms are 100% non-smoking. Um, like I said, two floors, 207 guest rooms. Uh, the rooms contain flat screen TVs, free direct TV satellites, Um, satellite music stations, AM FM clock radio, usual stuff, ironing board, iron, uh, data port in each room. And they use Bath and Body Works uh, amenities and products. And they also have some special rooms available as well for those who who may require that. As far as the meeting and banquet facilities, they have four meeting rooms with over 3,000 or 3,500 square feet. They have three meeting suites that kind of break up uh, to have 500 uh, square feet in each of those. And they'll basically provide us the easels, microphones, uh, podium available at no charge. They do have an audio visual equipment menu uh, if we need additional stuff. And uh, basically, they've extended us a rate, as they did for this year, of $119 uh, room for a single or a double. And we have, I think we anticipated a room block of 40 rooms. And let's see, yep, the rest of it's just the contractual stuff when we need to get a list to them. And they do have uh, breakfast will be included with our registration. Um, our meals will be part of the registration. You know, We always have you know, lunch and dinner meetings. We have the scholarship fundraiser. We have the banquet on Saturday night. So you'll have your choice of uh, various meals. We've tried to inc- we'll try to include a, a vegetarian entree uh, with each of those. Uh, you know, going into this year, we had planned you know quite the quite the meal plan, but uh, you know, here we are on Zoom. So next year, we'll try to do the same thing for everybody. And let's see. And that is about it. Um, you know, again, those who were here in 2016, you know, remember it was a great hotel. It was easy to get around. You know, it was just, a, it was a good experience. And being this close to the airport and train station, can't go wrong. So. Mr.
0: Foley, before I open it up, before I open it up to questions, I just want to make 100% sure that you did look into a contingency plan in your contract. Can you please answer that?
8: Yes. Um, we basically have a clause written into the contract that if there is, say, a COVID-19 related or a government mandated closure, as there was this year, you know, limitations on how, you know, on gatherings, you know, 50 people in a, in a room, that kind of thing, that we would not be penalized for canceling, um, you know, because basically that would be out of our control. So that was one of the stipulations we, you know, we had a, we discussed with the uh, hotel manager specifically.
0: Thank you. And one other question, uh, you didn't mention the the bar and restaurant. I'm going to ask the question, mm-hmm. to, does the contract abide by all convention bid policies and procedures?
8: Yes, there is a restaurant on site. Um, they're actually going to be catering our meals, but they're also available uh, for people, say, if you're not going to the scholarship luncheon or choose not to go to the banquet or whatever, uh, you get up late for breakfast, you can always go to the hotel, restaurant, and uh, find food. There's also some restaurants nearby as well.
0: Thank you. All right. I'm going to open this up to the membership. Um, Madam,
19: Madam President.
0: Yes, Mr. Golfo.
19: I move that we accept ACB of Western New York's bid for the 2021 ACBNY State Convention.
1: Annie, seconds. Motion made and second. I have a question. Questions? Yes, Annie. Yes. Um. Anything about leadership yet? Or just we haven't gotten there yet? No, we would. We we would. One
0: once. No.
18: That okay. would come later. <laughs>
0: That's
1: all you have to say.
0: <laughs> I would come later. <laughs> Annie, don't make me laugh right now. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry.
8: At least it's in the budget.
0: <laughs> it is in the budget, yes.
8: And I think that's why we reserve Thursday through Sunday rather than just Friday yeah. through Sunday. I just, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, just,
21: just check it. <laughs> this is Megan.
0: <laughs> Megan.
21: Um, so wasn't able to make twenty sixteen. So um many of you probably know the answer to this, but since we brought up convention bid policy, uh something that was an issue in Albany was um a lack of like a really good uh good relief really area for guide dogs. So we made sure mm-hmm. that was in the policy is that uh, was that an issue?
1: I didn't hear no. that it was not the a. There, there wow. is no mm-hmm. issue there. Okay. There's a, they were very nice. And there's exactly. grass, there's concrete. Okay. There's, you can go out to the front. You can also go out through the side near the pool area. Um, they set up garbage cans for us. They were great.
21: Okay, good. Yeah, As they, the they do rap. I felt like I should, yeah, yeah. Of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There was no
21: half
0: mile walk and, to the parking yeah. area. <laughs> yeah. no. And, I, and I, yeah. I certainly I can appreciate that for I was the host of the 2016 convention. So I will tell you, yes, everything is on one floor and any there's multiple doors that go out to a enclosed gated uh courtyard.
15: Courtyard, exactly.
0: Which which is um, all grass. Great. Um, there, there is a pool back there, but again, that is gated off. So there's no risk of,
13: right.
0: of one of us falling into the not so warm <laughs> pool in October. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a beautiful area uh, for, for relieving dogs. Mister, uh, Madam President. Yes, it's, Jean.
16: It's Jean. Um, I was actually gonna ask the question about the contingency plan. I'm glad you did, because I was afraid you guys would throw something at me if I asked it. Um, is there any way you can extend that contract for one more day? Because uh, I know I have family up there and a lot of times I'll stay till Monday. Um, especially since I haven't seen them lately.
21: <laughs> I had yeah. some
16: trips planned up there this year couldn't go to any of them. So I'm just, and, and I know last year somebody else stayed too. Is there any way that one year we stayed there and they charged me, um, they charged me extra to stay the extra night. So can you like look, look into that and see if you can? Get to extend it one more day?
0: Yeah. Gene, absolutely. And if we had to, you could always just stay at, you know, at my house. <laughs> um, you know, yes, we can certainly look into that. Any special requests, I'm sure, in, in the Western New York chapter, and yes, I am part of the Western New York chapter as well. We'll do everything we can to make everybody stay as comfortable as possible. It is a really nice hotel. It really was. It was yeah, one of the nice best here. ones I've been to. All right. So I'm going to ask: Are there any other questions on the convention bid?
11: Yes. <clears throat> yes, Lori Sharf has a question.
0: Yes, Lori.
20: Um, if we're planning on streaming for next year, um, I would like to see that um, hardwire internet connectivity be required in the contract because, in order to stream on ACB Radio, that's usually the best way to go. Well,
8: I can, can yeah, I could respond can to that
9: too. We
0: can definitely pass that concern, and can you answer that now?
8: Yeah, I think we had that conversation with Marnie Bader, uh, the manager, that they were going to be able to provide the hardwired Internet uh, using the Ethernet cable, You know because we had we had that very concern that whether we were going to be virtual or face to face this year, we were still going to be streaming on ACB radio, um, so we did have those wheels in motion already.
1: They're going to charge extra for
20: that. Yeah, because I mean, hotels can charge quite a bit. So I would just recommend that that be added into the contract, and the host committee have the understanding that that is a responsibility of the host committee, not the state.
9: The going rate on the internet connection is about two
8: fifty.
0: All right, duly noted, Ian, Mm -hmm. You will. I will look look at the AV menu when Marnie
8: provides it to me. Yep, thanks, guys.
0: The Western New York chapter would take responsibility for that cost.
13: Uh, you mean two hundred fifty dollars per day, or for the whole conference?
1: It depends,
0: guys. Every hotel is different. Yeah,
13: they. I know, I know. They were talking they about a going look, rate, yeah, though. I know. It, it, it varies.
9: It varies. Right, but right. Usually, something you can negotiate though before you sign. Mm-hmm.
0: So Ian, I'm asking you on behalf of the Western New York chapter, is that a cost that the Western New York chapter is willing to absorb?
8: I believe we could do that.
0: All right, are there any other questions on the convention bid? Any other
11: questions? I I do not see any other questions, Madam President.
0: Thank you so much, Lynn. All right, we're gonna call for the vote. If everybody can please remember how to raise your hand. All those in favor for accepting Western New York's bid for convention for 2021, Holiday and Genesee Street, Chicktawaga, New York. Please raise your hand. Okay, they're going
11: up. So we got...
9: You gotta be able to spell that town to go, right? (laughs) (laughs)
11: hey hey no making the president we have 220 so far unless i'm counting wrong but that's what i got on my end
9: yep there's 20
11: 20
0: okay can you folks lower the hands for me please
9: yep just thank you give us a minute please
0: thank you thank you so much
9: Lynn, if you can lower the attendee side, I can lower the panelist side.
11: Okay, hold on.
9: I think at the bottom of the uh, attendee side, there's a lower all hands. Okay. If not, I can get there in a sec. Just hold on.
0: You folks are doing terrific. Okay,
11: I'm trying to... I'm trying to get the hands.
9: Okay, I just got. I just lowered the attending hands. Okay, so everybody's hands are down.
0: Thank you so much. As if if there's anybody opposed to Western New York hosting the 2021 convention, please raise your hand. No hands. No hands. Thank you. Nope. If Thank you. There are, if there are any abstentions, please raise your hands.
11: Mm-hmm. <coughs> nope. I don't see any hands yet, Madam President. Thank you very much. We're almost done, Karen. <laughs> I know, I know.
0: All right, everybody, motion carried Western New York. Congratulations, you got the bid for the 2021 convention, God willing.
7: Yeah. Thank
0: you. Yay, congratulations. Yay. Something to look <laughs> forward to. Congratulations. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Thank you. I, I just, I really hope we can all meet in person next year. Virtual is great. ACB radio has been great, but I don't want to do this again over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright folks, moving on with the agenda. Last year at convention, um, we voted on taking a survey. And the folks that were assigned to do that, um, Annie, if you could help me with the names, please. Rodney Rodney Stanford
1: and Martin Cahill. Yes,
0: chaired this committee with a terrific committee. And they worked so hard at getting it out. And I wanna thank all the folks of New York for answering their their survey and and getting it back. Um, I am aware of some of the results and I gotta tell you some of it surprised me and some of it did not. But at this time, I would like to introduce Rodney and Martin, who did just such a fabulous job. I would like you to please tell us what you found out and what you would like to do moving forward.
2: Thank you very much, Madam President. Um, like Martin is going to kick things off for us.
11: Hey, Martin, you may unmute. There should be a... Dialogue box in the middle of the
1: screen. Yep, I think he's got it.
12: Hmm?
6: Okay.
2: So while we're waiting on Martin to, uh, to get unmuted, uh, I just wanted to ask a quick question of Madam President. We have a motion that we want to introduce. We'll do that at the end. Is that correct?
0: I'm sorry, Rodney, I had to mute myself. I couldn't hear you over voiceover. Can you repeat what you said?
2: Sorry, we have a motion that we're going to introduce. We'll do that at the end. Is that correct?
11: Uh, It would be at the end, correct. Okay. perfect. Excuse me. this This is the host. Martin is now unmuted.
2: Beautiful. Go, Martin. Okay, hi, everybody.
12: Um, Hey, Martin. It's so nice to be here with you all, and and happy anniversary. Um, (laughs) uh, And, and, you know, you guys have done a terrific job, thank you for all the hard work on this. Thank you. So I I was fortunate enough to be on the committee that uh, Madam President just mentioned regarding the survey. Uh, There was five of us, myself, uh, Rodney, who's uh, also speaking, uh, Linda Olson, Kathy Casey, Maria Highland Gage, and it was an absolute privilege to, to work with, with all on this committee. It was such uh, an engaged group, uh, eager, cooperative. We, we had our meetings scheduled, everybody attended. It, w- it was really good and, and uh, I appreciated the opportunity. Um, so part of, of our initial struggle was to identify the best tool in which to complete uh, a build of a survey. Uh, There are two main softwares out there for this purpose. Uh, We spent quite a bit of time researching both to make sure that they were uh, accessible, uh, cost-effective and that they would uh, allow us to build the survey in the manner in which we wanted. Um, We identified Google Forms to be the best platform to use. Uh, uh, there, There were no limits on the number of questions or the number of people we could distribute it to. So we we met on many occasions via phone. We brainstormed the questions we thought would glean the most information, uh, built those questions into the software, edited them, um, designed the type of responses uh, that we could allow people uh, sent to us, and uh, we then distributed it. Uh, so it was distributed via email, and uh, we also contacted uh, all the presidents to of, of each of the chapters and affiliates to to try and promote completion of the survey by their members. Uh, we sent out multiple reminders to everybody to to get it completed, um, and we got a, a what we consider a pretty decent response. Um, there, there were lots of lessons to be learned in it, um, in, in, in the responses that we got. And, and we, we've learned a lot from this. This committee uh, got really, pretty really smart with survey structure. Uh, we, we, we did learn that allowing so many questions to have free text responses was not a good idea because it involved us reading the text of all the responses categorize what, what people were saying and then tabulate that. Whereas the auto responses where you check a radio button, the software auto-tabulated those first. So we were a little smarter on on the surveys and uh, if we do go forward with, with more surveys, we certainly would, would be more effective. Um, we did send several email reminders out and we also offered uh, assistance to anybody that needed it. I, I know I personally helped some people complete it. Uh, it, it, it is electronic, and and uh, that was the best way to have it done. A large print was available, um, I can't recall if anybody uh, took advantage of that. But it, anybody who would have taken advantage would mean somebody else having to to, to type it back into the software. And so we felt it best to offer the assistance to do that for people. But it was it was certainly. Um, uh, accessible, friendly, and um, we were very pleased with how it went. Um, again, I, I would thank everybody that took part and, and, and thank Madam President for for her participation and guidance uh, to to make sure that we did get information that was that was useful. The, the survey uh, had some just informational gathering questions uh, around our membership uh, and who they are, and it also had questions structured to try and gather what they liked, disliked, um, what they would like to see us do. And the whole goal would be to improve overall relationship, cross chapters, affiliates, and uh, state level. Um, with, with that said, that's, a, that's an introduction to, to what we did and, and how, we, how we set about it. So I'm gonna pass it over to Rodney to try and go through uh, some of the findings that we need
2: from it. Rodney? Thank you very much, Martin. Um, so I'm gonna read through um, what is gonna actually be included in the minutes of this meeting is my understanding. Um, so there's a lot of numbers and stuff and I'm gonna to try to summarize things and make it as easy to follow as we can here as we go through. Um, throughout the process of conducting the survey, we were constantly learning. Not only were we learning about our membership, we were also gaining a lot of knowledge about the process as Martin was saying um we' but the but the process we were using together this information I dare say that if we did the survey again there are things we would do differently which we believe would produce better results um, this is one of the reasons we will be introducing a new motion at the continue at the end of the uh, at the end of this report uh, one of the things that we observed uh which you should keep in mind as we go through this is that there is uh, I think inherent in our methodology, there is a statistical bias. And the word bias is kind of a loaded term these days, but I'm not really using it the way you hear it on the evening news. Um, In this context, bias just means that some of our numbers may be skewed a little bit. um, And this is primarily because of the way we got the word out about the survey. Um, First, we probably have an inflated sense of how many members regularly use email to communicate. Since the primary means of announcing the survey and reminding members to submit the surveys was through email. Um, So secondly, we probably collected more information from active participants than we did um, from members who are probably more passive or less involved. Um, And that was because one of the main means that we had of reminding people about the surveys was the uh, the local meetings and the local events. so just keep in mind that the most underrepresented group of members is probably those who um, either not very active or not very tech friendly, or perhaps people that fall into both categories. Um, as we said, the primary means of distributing the survey was email. In addition, we enlisted um, the leaders of the state and local of the state and local organizations, local presidents, um, et cetera, to get the, uh, to get the information out. Um, after we stripped out the Unintentional duplicates. We had a few of those. Um, we finished with a total of 55 individual responses. So um, I think Gene said earlier we had 218 members. So 55 out of 218 is is um, a, a very good ratio, you know, by by the way that online surveys are, are typically measured. Um, so we felt good about the about it being a good a good sample, even if it's not even if the numbers were a bit skewed the way we said there. Um, but we wanted to know in broad terms, who are you? Um, we specifically did not ask identifying information. We wanted to keep the survey anonymous. Um, but based on the answers to, to some of the general demographic questions, we kind of have a pretty good idea of what the overall membership looks like. About half of our respondents are members of multiple chapters. Um, one third of our respondents are members of a special interest affiliate. And fully 10% of the respondents um, came, of the responses came from at-large members. Um, almost a third of our respondents have been members for 20 years or more, but almost 20 percent are relatively new, and that being defined as being a, as having joined within the last two years. A healthy percentage of the uh, of our members follow email communication, follow the email communications that go out. The number that we got was actually 80 uh, percent. Two thirds of the respondents attend meetings, uh, including over half who attend the state convention. Uh, maybe. Um, you know, use those numbers as we planning conventions and stuff like that. Um, well over half the members serve in some capacity whether it's an officer or a committee member or at the local level. Um, so again it speaks to the a little bit of a skewing of the numbers towards people who are more active in the organization. Um, over one-third of our respondents have a teaching background. That was the most popular answer that we got when we took the inventory of professional experience. Um, and there may be some overlap in some of these other numbers, but the other professional categories that scored very high were um, liberal arts at 31%, administration at 27%, technical computer at 25%, and nonprofit at 22%. So we kind of know the kinds of backgrounds that people have. Um, we have a wide range of uh, preferences among our men- membership where communication is concerned, especially that which involves technology. Uh, most use email, as we said earlier. Um, if the survey is an accurate reflection of reality, and don't forget we have we have uh, a, a bit of bias there. When it comes to social media, those who do it, which is approximately 55% of the of the respondents, uh, have a very very strong preference for Facebook as a platform. In fact, the uh, the other social media platforms that we polled about uh, were basically almost nil in their responses. Um, There may be some overlap in these numbers as well. And we remind you again, of the devices we discussed earlier, but um, most of us use a computer, uh, approximately 70% uh, in some capacity, whether it's a desktop or a laptop and even more um, over 75% of us use a smartphone. Uh, A solid one third of the respondents also report using a tablet for some things. Uh, 70% of us use a screen reader at least sometimes And more than a third of us use Braille, at least some in at least some of our communications. Um, The uh, one of our key goals was to identify the things that matter most to our members. Uh, This information has the potential to guide our efforts in providing what our members really need and, and really want, while also helping us to focus our recruiting efforts on promoting those things that matter most to our community. When we asked what first attracted our respondents to this organization, we got a clear picture in the responses. The two most important aspects of the organization from the viewpoint of prospective members are the social aspects of our group and our focus on awareness uh, with our advocacy work being a close second. In terms of that advocacy, we drilled down in a survey to find out what broad categories of issues were most, most on the minds of our members. When given, a, when given a blank slate to identify the state, local, and federal issues that were they considered to be most important, um, improved benefits was the number one response. Uh, it was mentioned on about uh, 70% of the responses. Uh, just over 40% mentioned discrimination as an issue. Uh, education ranked in uh, ranked at 30% of our responses, uh, 25% of our respondents mentioned audible pedestrian crossings, um, and rounding out the top five with 16% each, we have a tie between technology funding and voting. Um, the, um, at last, uh, unless we get bogged down in the details of the issue advocacy, let us not forget that most of our members in their own experience and in the ideas about it, attracting and their ideas about attracting new members believe that social activities are of paramount importance. And just to give an example, when we asked former state convention attendees whether they had a good or bad experience at the state convention, uh, the number one reason for whichever side they gave was always a social interaction. It was either that they had they had good feelings about the convention because they had positive social interactions or it was they had bad feelings because they had negative social interactions that was by far the the most on both sides um so when we asked about the the perception of the greatest challenges that are facing the local chapters the respondents overwhelmingly said that recruitment of new members was their biggest challenge Uh, motivating existing members to participate was second and fundraising rounded out the top three at fundraising was 15%, the others were 35 and 26, respectively. I forgot to give those numbers. Um, When we asked what the members would like to see from the state organization, almost 40% said that they'd like an increased presence from the state in their local organization, and more support coming from the state and local group. uh, With those who named a specific area where the local group would like help from the state, uh, they were about evenly split, about 15% each, between recruiting and fundraising. so those are the the broad specific findings um, that we that we had, and I'm going to kick it back to Martin to, uh, to kind of wrap things up with the presentation part. Um, then we're going to make a motion uh, to the uh, to the floor, and then we can open things up for questioning.
12: All right, Rodney, thank you. Um, that was that was very very informative. Um, so I, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to take. Uh, what Rodney just spoke about and try and sum it into the areas that we felt uh, the members want focus uh, on so socialization and cross-chapter participation in events uh, being that you know people would like if you know geographically permissible uh, they would like to be aware of anything that different chapters are doing and if they were in the area they'd, they'd like to participate and, and some of it may simply be conference calls would would uh, certain speakers and that, that would be of interest to more so I, I think cross chapter colonization is is uh, something very important to our members uh, the advocacy work uh, as Rodney said uh, it was very high on the list uh, fundraising and and fundraising knowledge transfer between chapters affiliates and state anybody who has good solid fundraising information uh, all, everybody would like to to help with that Um, so that was, that was very high on the list. And then they, they really want state board attendance at chapters, uh, chapter meetings, chapter calls. So, so that would be something that we would like or that the members would like uh, promoted. And then like everybody wants assistance in, in getting awareness out to, to, so we can reach uh, more people who, who could benefit from, from being participant in, in our in our organisation, so so they want help. We want help with awareness, uh, and we need to identify the best method of communicating. I know there there's a lot of email communication, um, but you know, uh, Facebook w- was was very very high on the list of what people wanted, and and I think a, a blog of some kind was was very much up there. Uh, so, so that's the sum of life, what we got from this survey. And again, I, I, I really want to thank everybody that participated in it. I want to thank everybody that completed it. Uh, I think it was a
2: very worthwhile exercise. So Madam President, um, we have, a, the committee has a motion that we um, would like to make. I don't know if you want to make that and then have the question and answer session run concurrently, or if you would like to, us to field questions about the survey first and then make the motion.
0: Um, so it's about 4.05 right now. Yeah, uh, but I'm going to suggest that we make the motion now
1: and mm-hmm. then
2: open it to questions after.
1: Thank you, Karen. I was going to say the same
2: thing. So, so um, Annie, I sent this to you um, in email earlier, so you have the exact text. So um, I'm just going to read it from from what I wrote. Yes, um, thank you. I move that the collection of data and feedback from ACBNY members, leaders, chapters, and affiliates continue beyond the scope of the time frame established at the 2019 state convention. Specifically, I move that upon the completion of the current survey and from year to year thereafter, the president be authorized to appoint a committee chairperson and committee members representing a cross-section of our membership with the mandate of building upon the work done by the current committee continuing to learn about our membership, identify needs as they arise, make suggestions for improvements, and monitor our progress.
19: Second. Okay, Mike seconds.
1: Okay, Mike. Mike, you got a lot of feedback. Somebody does. Mike
0: Golfo? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, a motion made and has been seconded. Um, Are there any questions on the motion? If so, please signify by raising your hand.
11: Okay, I'm okay. We have a raised hand, Joseph Granderson. Okay, you may unmute, Doctor Joe. What is your
0: question, sir?
9: I believe he's.
3: Uh I'm sorry, that was a mistake. I thought we were voting uh, for uh, the, the new burden. <laughs> oh, not yet. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I, That's have okay. rush, I have to rush to get to the raised hand area, you know, so I. Okay, sorry.
7: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Joe. All right. Um, uh, Madam Host, are there any other hands up?
11: I do not see any other hands up, Madam President.
0: Thank you very much. Um, with hearing or seeing no hands up or no other questions. I'm going to call for the vote at this time. All those in favor- oh, the we mo-
11: raise oh, hands.
1: We have to oh. raise hands.
11: Hold on, now we have two raised hands. I'm not sure if they uh-huh. were voting or if they were asking. Uh, oh, that's early voting.
0: <laughs> okay, all those in favor of the motion put forward by Rodney, please signify by raising your hand.
11: Okay, we have? Okay,
9: we have nineteen,
11: twenty, twenty. Yep. Oh, very nice. Okay. We have twenty. So far, going once. <laughs> going twice.
9: Oh, do I hear twenty-five?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs>
11: oh
0: all right um folks um if you can let me know when all the
11: hands are down okay i okay now they're starting to lower their hands so i i i i counted 20.
9: yeah 20 were up, so now we're going to take the uh, okay, vote. Write that okay. Down.
0: All, all the hands are down now yeah. well they're almost almost okay okay now.
11: Hold on.
18: Uh, hey, there are. there, no hands, there are. There are them. three
11: hands raised on the attendees' side. Yep. Oh, wait.
10: Ooh
9: okay so there's no hands up on
0: you okay
1: no opposed
0: if there's anybody i haven't called for it yet. oh sorry if, if somebody has a television on in the background if you could please mute if there is anybody opposed please raise your hand
9: no madam president.
11: i don't see anybody madam
9: okay. president nope. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Any abstentions please signify by raising your hand. So far there are no abstentions. Okay, motion carried, Rodney and Martina. I just I sat in on a uh, motion carried. Um I sat in on several of the survey committee phone calls and I just I really want to compliment you two on how hard you worked on phrasing questions and then rephrasing questions and then rearranging questions and, you know, to the general membership that, you know, I know you get a survey and you think, oh yeah, this doesn't mean anything. I want to make it very clear to the membership that it does because it gives us as a state board direction in what way you as the people want to see this organization go. It's not about me and what my wants are as your president or the rest of us on the executive board or the board of directors. It's you, the people that make up an organization. Moving forward with Rodney and Martin and, well, first I'm going to ask in a moment if they would both be interested in co-chairing once again, but it's you, the people that that make up this organization, and it's what you want that matters. Without people, an organization is nothing. I'm hoping moving forward, we get many more responses. So at this time, I am gonna ask Rodney and Martin, if you would please both be willing to co-chair the survey committee for 2021.
12: Sure, sure.
0: Thank you, gentlemen, you did an absolute wonderful job also we do have some time what i would like to do is open it up to general membership that if there are any questions um on any other survey questions or any interest in the data that was gathered now would be a great time to ask your questions so you can always raise your hand and our kind host will tell us
1: Okay. Um, we, this is Annie. I just, I have a... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Lynn. You were going to mute somebody. Go ahead.
14: We're
11: okay. Uh, phone number ending in... Uh, 908.
2: That's
17: me, Bob White. Okay. Yes. Um, I just have a concern um, if you look at the number of attendees we have, it's about 30, 35 right now, and when right. We, we have two, over 200 members, okay? I'm aware that some people are working now on Friday afternoon, but the rest of us um, just have to make a phone call to join the meeting. I, I, I'm a little bit concerned, and I'm talking even about my own organization in the greater New York. Uh, we have over fifty people, and I think we have eight of us here uh, and that's not i am a little bit concerned about that that those low numbers and somehow well, well I'm just gonna say, somehow the state and and this is i'm I'm not pointing it, it, i'm you know pointing finger at myself as well as anybody else it doesn't seem to to trickle down to our members that state involvement is important okay, okay. So I,
0: I, I'd like to address two two things that that you said there. Um, The the first thing is that we know who's on the call, We, we know who's on the call on the webinar. We have no idea how many people are listening in on ATV radio right now. And we do know that we have a lot of members that do. So unfortunately, we are not gonna have a fair and accurate view of how many people have attended this convention. Um, in general, I would agree with you that active participation is, is very important. Um, so I appreciate your thoughts and comments. Um,
2: Madam President, if I might, um, a a couple of points from, from the survey, um, that kind of address, um, the, the, the observation that was made here. One is that, um, I think it kind of goes to the point that was that was made very clear in the in the survey re- results that which was that we the membership feels that the state needs to be more involved with them um, you know, and I think we're saying at the state level that we need the membership to be more involved with the state. I think it's kind of a two way street there um, and I really do want to say I think we've made some some Motion in that direction this year already, um, with the the community calls and some of the things that were that, that have been implemented this year. Um, this is just a really really screwy year to try to get a handle on this type of stuff because mm-hmm. of because of the COVID, because right. of you know what people are doing, and, and you know there may be people there may be people that would that would actually go to a convention that won't call into a phone call. Um, so, you know, we kind of I feel like that, that the thing that the takeaway for us from from the survey really is that that I think there's a desire in both directions for there to be more involvement between the state organization and the local memberships. Um, and I think we're going to have to see how that how that looks going forward in terms of being able to capture some data to kind of find a direction there.
0: Yes, and and I'd like to, I want to just follow up on, on that for just a little bit. Clearly stated in the survey, the majority of people in ACBNY became members because of socialization. This is a business meeting, and what I feel is that if we have 35 people on the call out of 218, that actually is a nice involvement of people that are actually interested in the business that goes on with ACDI. Now, no, the numbers are not crazy high. That's less than a fourth of the membership. But that is um, a good amount of people that are taking interest as to what the business is conducted on a state level. So it's, it's sometimes it goes both ways, like Rodney was just saying. Um, this isn't terribly interesting to all people in the membership.
9: Madam President, to that end, there were uh, quite a few more people this morning on Zoom.
7: So thank that, w-
9: you. that would give some credence to what you just said.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank, uh, thank you very good. much. Yeah, um, This is Annie, I, I, I think when I was listening to everything and people's comments is, there was a lot of effort that went into the survey and it resulted in a lot of very important um, and uh, very important information, but it also resulted in a lot of people responding, and I, that just shows me that it takes a lot of work and elbow grease and communication and passion to make to to kind of reach out to people and get them interested when they could have said, "Ah, why bother?" Right. So you know why bother doing that? Every somebody else is going to do that survey. Why does it have to be me? You know. <laughs> so I think I think the attitude of of things has you know is is turning around in a in a positive direction. I think we I think the survey is going to be one of the best social social temperature um, thermometers that we have for our organization because. It's just clear to me that um that the committee itself did not take no for an answer it 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 you know just plowed ahead and 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 got people uh got people to to get involved and so that's that's part of that what what I'm impressed with the most is that um the survey got some some involvement that may not have been uh apparent before or um, so I, you know, that's and that's the hardest thing about, you know, recruitment and keeping members is keeping members in, interested and involved in what we do and what we can do for them. So, um, I'm, sure. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about this whole thing. It's, um, I think it's great,
11: Madam President. Would you like can, more questions? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It, 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 I, it's it's Jean. Can I say something?
16: Yes, Jean. Um, I'll just do it quickly. Um, one. 50, 55 people out of a little less than 218 at the time they did the survey it isn't as good as we might like, but it's actually one fourth of our membership, and that's not too bad um, mm-hmm. when you when you think about how many people generally fill out surveys. What I'm right. interested in today is if we have 30 something people on the, the the meeting in the meeting, why do we only have 20 people voting? Are the rest of them people that are just kind of, you know, not members that are just listening in, or that's that would that's what I'm interested in. Bob, like was a to... possible answer? Yeah.
17: It's, uh, I've had trouble unmuting, and I think that may be, be part of the issue. So
16: you think people just aren't being able to raise their hand in time to vote?
17: That is correct. For example, I possible. can't do it on my iPhone, but I can do it on my landline that I'm putting um, in. So. Okay.
11: The raising of the hands, um, oh,
17: the raising—that's
11: different. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we've explained how to do that. Yes. Uh, and we're getting raised hands as we speak. Um, just to just to let you know. Okay. So so let's take Jean. Thank
0: you for your question, and I think technology might be some of that answer. But let's let's take another question.
11: Okay, number ending in two five four. You may unmute.
19: Okay. Okay. Sorry, I didn't, this is Jim Polsoni. Uh, I just wanted to make a comment and and volunteer to help. Marketing was my major. And in marketing, the most difficult thing to do was to get people to answer a survey. That was part of our courses in You would hand out a piece of paper, and they would throw it in the wastebasket. So I I commend both Martin and Rodney for the work they've done. And And I would like to, if if they need the help, I would like to volunteer to work on that committee if they need me.
0: I was going to say, I think I just heard you volunteer, Jim.
2: That's a hand raised right there. We'd
19: be
0: happy I mean,
2: to
19: right
2: have about fifty. I, I was
19: in college, so, you know, you almost 50 years back, but I still remember some of it.
0: Jim, thank you. Thank you so much. And um,
19: You're
0: Madam Host, can we take another question?
11: OK, we do have another question. Um, if your number is... Um, Eight three eight. You should be able to unmute. Hello. Hello. Uh, we hear, We can. We have you. This is okay. I'm sorry. This is Karen Eisenstadt, um, and I have um, a question, I guess, and a comment. First of all, it was is this survey available in other than email? Uh, and also, I'm wondering if, if chapter presidents uh, mentioned this, uh, that might get some more participation.
0: So Thank we you,
11: were- Karen.
2: Oh. The oh. Survey was a the survey was primarily done online. We sent the link through email, but we also made it available uh, in the announcement that we sent out and in our communication with the chapter presidents, we made it available for us to you know, <coughs> accept it in other, in other written forms, or even just to, you know, do a uh, a telephone intake for, with uh, uh, with respondents, and we may look at what other options are available uh, going forward on additional surveys. We learned a lot about the way that people are filling it out and the technology that's being used. So, as a non-email t-
11: person, I would have done it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that, that's what I was talking about in the beginning is we, we feel like there was some bias in the survey, because we didn't get the word out to as many non email people as we would probably have liked to have. And we did enlist list the, the, the chapter presidents. Um, I know the you know, our chapter president in, in Westchester uh, was was very um, diligent about about always mentioning it and, and trying to recruit people to do it because the, the the original motion kind of came out of discussion in our chapter anyway. Um, but I don't know what the what the status was with the other with the other chapters around the state. But we certainly will, you know, hopefully have some momentum going forward because of this because of the results that we had this time to get even more people involved next time.
11: Thank you.
0: And, and just, we did offer it in braille, large print, and also via if you wanted to call in and take the survey with a uh, a buddy, if you will.
11: Okay, Hi, Ma- Madam President, we have three more hands, three more questions.
0: Okay.
1: All right, Kathy Casey, you may unmute. We're coming up on 4.30, folks, so.
14: Rick, could you check your audio levels because the audio seems to be going down, and I keep having to up the volume on my phone. Just um,
1: okay. I, I, Kathy, I think it's on your end. We we all hear each other fine.
0: Okay. Lynn, <laughs> is, we have time probably for one more question, and then we will have to adjourn.
11: Okay. Lori Sharp, you may unmute.
20: Hi. Um, so... <laughs> So thank you. Um, I have to say, I know I took the survey. I couldn't tell you what one of the questions was. But um, I think it's great that we're doing follow-up questions. Um, what I would like to see is maybe working with somebody from each chapter to work on specific types of questions. Um, because I think sometimes you're going to see geographic variances within the state.
2: I think that's a good point and we, we, we did have on the on the committee we had a, a somewhat of a cross section it was a little bit more weighted toward, uh, toward Westchester and, and um, um, you know, maybe we can look at, at that in terms of the makeup of the committee next time.
20: Yeah it, uh,
2: also possibility mm-hmm. of doing of doing focus groups. With people that are not members that of the committee that could help, that could help us with the questions.
18: Yeah,
2: yeah. I,
12: I would like to add uh, one thing. I, I think it really important that everybody that's that's listening or that's that's participating right now, bring the information back that this survey was reviewed in detail, and so that people know that it was it was worth their while for. So when we send it out again, maybe they'd be more interested in participating. Absolutely.
0: Yes, thank you, Lori, very much for your question. Rodney and Martin, we will communicate on um, getting notices out to um, the membership. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, um, we are gonna have to conclude the business meeting. Um, I would love to entertain, obviously, the um, date and time for the next business meeting will be at the next convention. Um, forgive me I don't have that date off the top of my head um, but as, as always it was a pleasure hosting um, I would love to entertain a motion for adjournment
1: madam I motion oh. to adjourn our annual business meeting for um, <laughs> October 16th 2020 <laughs> second.
0: okay I did hear a second um before I call for the adjournment I I would like to thank everybody and at this time I am turning the meeting over to my first vice president and my second vice president and of course our wonderful convention chair Ann chapetta I will be signing off for the night I will be back on the calls tomorrow um I'm sure you all understand um and I thank you for your consideration I thank you all for attending the 2020 Annual Business Meeting, and I hope everybody stays safe and healthy throughout the upcoming year. We are adjourned.
1: Okay, everybody. Um, Stay tuned. We're going to have um, uh, a little bit of uh, pre-recorded entertainment, and then at five o'clock, I believe we're going to reconvene uh, and uh, Stanley Holbrook, and he's going to, um, with Dr. Joe Granderson, they're going to work together on hosting the diversity and intersectionality workshop for us. So stay tuned and come back at five o'clock. Thank you.